You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese doodles are super fresh, or in your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. And welcome to episode 94 of Nerd Rage Radio with your host, Adam Russman and Bobby Skullface. Joe KW is in the midst of a uh, Godzilla invasion in Japan and cannot get to his Skype. But he will mm. be back next week. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. If he makes it. If King Kong goes and saves Tokyo, he might be all right. Apes! <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, how was your uh, short nerd week? Um, it was good. I, I watched this, uh, this movie called I Am Your Father. Like, I watched... I watched it, and I finished it rather because I'd started Is it. About it. Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. No, it's about. Oh, disappointed. I mean, it kind of is. It's about David Prowse. Oh, okay. Um, it's a documentary, and basically they talk about like like the kind of like the relationship between him and Lucasfilm, and uh, I don't know the ups and downs of it. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm I'm not sure where the blame is. It seems like it's on both sides. Okay, so but, so he's not as big of a dick as we've been told or led to believe. Or yeah, had the opinion. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking that it's on both sides. But they, they said he's never been to a celebration. But wasn't he at Celebration Three? He was at Celebration Three. We met him because he was at breakfast when we were at breakfast, right? It was him and Kenny Baker and yep. fucking um, the chick that played I Ula. I don't think he was at breakfast. I think it was at it was at night when we first checked in. Now that was, I remember that too, but that this the, the time that I'm thinking of Prowse was definitely a breakfast that I I, I remember our, our run in. I remember having a run in, but now I'm like, is it a is it fake news? Yeah, um, planted memory. Yeah, but celebration like, three never even happened. Right, we weren't even there. But it's like I, I just wonder if uh, I wonder what's up with that because I I remembered him being there as well. I don't know. Maybe he just forgot that he was there. Yeah, I, I just. I don't know. It was, it was the filmmakers, though, that were saying it, it wasn't him. Hmm. Mm. Uh, any, anyway, they, they said that he had never been invited to an official Star Wars convention, and I thought that was not true. Well, you know what? He could have been there, but like, right, not, not at the convention. Guest. You know? Yeah. Seems a little... What is it called? I think it's not carpetbagging. But it's a term like that where people will show up at areas where big conventions are, like competitors of whoever's there, and like do their own little mini convention or have like like room parties type of thing. I'm not sure. There's a term for it when I was on the convention circuit, and I can't remember what it is, but um, like it's it's like illegal. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, there's something, I, and it might not be in every state. But I can't, you know, I can't mention this guy's by name. But he was, uh, he started doing that. And he ended up getting in some in some trouble with it. So I don't know. At, at any rate, there it was pretty cool, like to hear him talk. Like the dude loves Star Wars, man. Like, oh, does he? 
Yeah, like he really, really does. And there was a there was a number of interesting things in regards to it. Like he, the, it seems like the big falling out. Like his big problem was to, has been talking to the press. And it's funny because he's like still talking to the press. You know, yeah, like doing fucking documentaries and shit, and like giving away spoilers and stuff. But obviously, like on his side, you know, he was irritated that it wasn't his voice. He didn't know that it wasn't going to be his voice. Yeah, uh, and then he was. And then he was super pissed when Sebastian Shaw uh, ended up being him underneath the mask. Well, he doesn't have to worry about that anymore because Sebastian Shaw isn't getting credit anymore. I mean, he's still credited. I thought in the first in the first clip of the movie, I mean, when they re-released it and they put um, uh, Christian Haydenson in it. Hayden they, Christensen. Hayden, whatever. What did I say? Christian Haydenson. <laughs> Um, they took. They just left his name in there as Darth Vader, and they didn't put Sebastian Shaw. They accidentally like removed him. Oh, they just removed the name entirely. Yeah, from the credits. Now I don't Even know if they've gone back and fixed it since then, but that, that first release, they don't fucked up. I don't know. He's still well, either way, still in the movie. You yeah, know what yeah, mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so did he he didn't know that he wasn't going to be in the, in the like in that scene. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Did they shoot it with him and then, like, do another one? <laughs> no. Okay. No, they just didn't shoot it. And he was like, wait a minute. Mm, that's it. Uh, and then, you know, he was never let in on the I am your father bit. Yeah, but nobody was, right? Except, I mean, except uh, Luke. Yeah. I mean, everybody that was at, everybody that shot that scene was in on it, <laughs> except. I, th- I thought that, that he wa- everybody wasn't in on it. No, he, Hamill was in on it. Yes, of course. He was shot. He was shot in that scene. Lucas was in on it. The producer was in on it, and the writer was in on it. And um, and yeah. fucking uh, what's his face, the director. I yeah, but none of, the, none of the crew were in on it. Sure, not the lighting guy, but oh no, no all the, nobody. All the all the main players that were in that scene knew. Okay. He was the one in the dark. Gotcha. You know, which was he just found irritating. You know what I mean? But, like, apparently he also called it, like, he did some interview shortly after Star Wars, mm-hmm. and he was like, he was like, I think it would be cool if Luke was my son. Like, oh, really? Just, yeah, just randomly. Huh. Um, what, if, what if, like, that's where Lucas got the idea from? Yeah, well, they have the people, they have other people there, and they're in, like, the writing stuff, the writing circuits and stuff. I mean, the yeah. writing circles, and, and they were, like, it was, like, total coincidence. And they were, like, this this article was, like, it wasn't, like, you know, Wall Street, you know what I mean? It was, like, Bill Circular. Gotcha. You know? You know. Yeah, but I'm sure uh, he, he's not the, I'm sure, even if that's the case, let's just say it was some shitty tabloid in Wisconsin, Right. I'm sure that he might have had the conversation other places with the crew and the cast, and it might have reached Lucas. You know, maybe it went the other way. That's true too. That's true too. But this is after Star Wars, right? Correct. So this is before Empire even they even knew they were going to make Empire. Correct. So I don't know, man. I, don't I mean, know. that doesn't lend itself to either way, you know. Well, they didn't even know they were going to make a sequel at that point. Right. So as far as he knew, that was the only time they were ever going to make that mo- a movie like that. And, uh, yeah, but that doesn't lend any credence to him coming up with the conversation and then it getting passed along the crew telephone line to What Lucas. I'm just saying is that it's just, you know, it is a coincidence. I hear you. But, I mean, wouldn't it be interesting if, like, he came up with the idea? Yeah, sure, it would be interesting. Yeah. 
Uh, either way, he came up with the idea. You know what I mean? Like it, it may not be the same idea, yeah. But like yeah. he came up with it on his own, which is at the very least serendipitous. And I think it's cool, just in the fact that he was the man under the armor, you know, and mm-hmm. and he was kind of having those feelings anyway. Like, um, they talked a little bit about like you know like how 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 important his movements are and how he doesn't get credit for it, you know. But like I started thinking about that, I was like, man, like there there is like a physical energy to him. Yeah, there's like a that, dominance energy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see what well, else. Let me ask you this. Do yeah. you think that looking at everything that we've seen from him in episode four, five, and six, and then seeing what we were introduced to, to in Rogue One, um, do you think that Vader, with the exception of the last badass CGI fucking fuckfest scene, not that it's a bad scene, but just, you know, the stuff that they really couldn't do in the old, old movies, um, do you think that that Vader wasn't as didn't have as much a presence as Prowse? You know, I, I, I've, I've thought about that myself, you know, and, and like, there is a, you're talking about the scene with him and Krennic? Well, I mean, every scene with Vader in that movie, you know? Shit, every other scene of Vader where Prowse is in, in, in the, in the uniform. I mean, in the, um, in the suit. So, right, but episode I, I, three, like, and then Rogue One. Well, episode three, it's, it's, you know, it's two scenes. Yeah. But I think that, uh, like, I think that Hayden does pull it off. Like, when he walks up next to the Emperor and folds his arms, like, that works for me. Okay. Uh, But the Rogue One, the badass fight scene works for me. But that scene where he's talking to Krennic, uh, I, I can't figure out if it's baggage that I'm bringing to it. But there's a part of me that's... I, I, I don't know if it's subconsciously because I know it's not Prowse. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but there's a part of me that's that like that that the way Vader feels in that scene feels like a cosplay to me. Yep, that is the exact word that I was thinking as well. It doesn't. It does not seem legitimate. Yeah, it, I don't feel the same way at the fight scene, and I don't feel the same way after the fight scene when he goes and walks out on that ledge and then turns the blade off. Yeah, like that all feels like Vader to me. Yeah. But that one piece of dialogue between him and Krennic, it, it seems like a cosplay to me. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess it does, it does uh, give credence to his performance. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, let's see what else. And there was one other thing. So, like, uh, apparently, like, he went to the... Oh, like, so the big problem was somebody quoted him saying to the press that Vader dies in Episode 6 mm-hmm. before Episode 6 came out. Mm-hmm. And like he stands like steadfast that it wasn't him, you know, like that he didn't that he wouldn't have been like. There's some shit like if you look at like the time and who he said it to and da da da, like it couldn't have been him, mm-hmm. you know. But I think it's one of those like it's almost like the boy who cried wolf, yeah. You know, it's like dude, you did it so many times, like why well, is now different? Right, right, right. Um. But that was like I think that was the nail in the coffin, and I th- I personally think it it was the pettiness that made them move it to Sebastian Shaw because they didn't want him to have any details about it to spill to the fucking press. Oh really? Yeah, that's my personal feelings on it. Do you think Lucas is a petty motherfucker? Uh, I think he might be a petty motherfucker. Hmm. Um. And that's not, you know, and I don't necessarily feel like that's a negative thing, necessarily. But really, yeah, like I'll give you an example. Like, 
you know, Lucas was fucked over by the film industry. Mm-hmm. So he basically created his own film industry. Yeah. And then he was petty as fuck to those motherfuckers when they came knocking on his door. Like, to me, I'm like, yeah. Just give them a little bit of their own medicine. Let them know how it feels. Mm. So, like, I don't always feel like it's being petty is a negative thing. I Not don't even know. Necessarily... leaves everyone blind, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but it also makes us even. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. The jury's still out on that. So, uh, so it's kind of a sticky fingers reference. He said, uh, two wrongs will make it right, but a dancer makes it even. Mm. Uh, so yeah, anyway, I, I think like, um, and you know, like if, if he went to the press and he was fucking being like, because like, that's the story is that like every time like something happened, he would go to the press, mm-hmm. you know? And if he was constantly being a pain in their ass and they're like, dude, fuck you, man. Like we can't trust you. Yeah. I want, so why did they just replace him? I don't know. Maybe it was a contract thing. Yeah, yeah I kind of doubt that. Um, but maybe, maybe. I mean, maybe because just... he did a damn good job. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, that's probably the reason. But because I mean, I guess, I guess guys of his stature are like a dime a dozen in Hollywood today. But maybe a little bit more rare back in the day. You're allowed to use the S word, but I am not. What's that? You're allowed to use the S word, but I am not. What what S word? Stature. Why can't you use that word? You, you haven't heard that story? No. Uh, I'll tell you another time. Oh, um, oh, is it about a little fella? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, like, my, my people in my family are just yeah, not yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know the story. I know okay. the story. Yeah, yeah, right. Um. So, yeah, <laughs> so I watched that, and then um, there was another thing. I, I made a little note of it so I wouldn't forget and in the for, notes. And me, she's going. Uh, let me see here. Hold on one second. Oh, uh, the, 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 the director of Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. wouldn't speak to him. Really? Yeah. And, like, they're not sure if it was, like, if he was ordered. Like, look, just don't talk to him. Because whatever you say is going to go to the fucking press. <laughs> or if the director was, like, just, he could, the director could have been an antisocial dude, for all we know. Yeah. Or uh, socially awkward. Um. But uh, another thing that was kind of interesting was that scene where Vader picks up the Emperor. Mm-hmm. That's Prowse. Really? Yeah, like no stunt double or anything. Like that's him, and that's him literally picking up the Emperor. Really? Yeah. He, he like, literally picked up Ian, whatever his name is. Yep. They were they were bringing in a stunt double, and he he said it's the first time that he talked to the director of Return uh-huh. of the Jedi. He was like, "Look, I'd like to do this." And they were like, you want to do this? And he was like, yeah. And like, do you think you can do this? He's like, I'm a bodybuilder. I'm pretty sure I can do this. <laughs> and don't, don't want to brag. Right. But I deadlift baby elephants. No yeah. So, like, so that's really him. I mean, like, he, there, I'm sure there's a safety line on the, on him, you know. Yeah, on Ian. And a, and a, McDerm- and a blue screen. Ian, 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 Mc- Ian McCollum? Ian McDermott? Ian McDermott. Der- Ian McDermott. I got Rick McCollum's head yeah, for some yeah, reason yeah, in my head. McDermott. McDermott. Ian McDermott. Um. Yeah, but they. Uh, he was. He was. Uh, I'm sure they threw him onto a blue mat, you know. But it was. It was cool. Like just that, you know. He was willing to go. He said that that was the first time that uh, that they they spoke on set. Hmm. And that's like you know. I don't know if it's at the end of shooting or not. But did did it interview anybody else in the cast besides him? No. So oh, that's interesting. Yeah, well, you know, like, 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 Lucasfilm is a little on some La Cosa Nostra shit. Like, 
like a lot of like they they never turn against the grain. I feel like. Hmm. I wonder if that's changed at all since Disney has taken over. Yeah. So far, I haven't seen it. You know. Yeah. Like I haven't seen anybody come out. And be like, you know what? Let me tell you the bullshit these motherfuckers are up to. Hmm. Um. But uh, we have a lot to talk about with Star Wars. We have that whole four chance Star Wars spoiler. Oh, is that legit? No, uh, we don't know. But I, I, we're going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about all that. All right. Either way, it's an interesting read. Um, that being said, uh, I also watched Fantastic Four again. Oh, the uh, the newer one. Yeah, dude. Like the first two acts of that movie are solid as fuck. Yeah. Like it gets goofy. Yeah, it's just it throws it all away. But like, they were like watching it not on the big screen. Mm-hmm. It helps. This is my first time watching it on home video, or whatever. So why did you decide to watch that? Oh, well, Laura had never seen it. Oh, okay. And like, I'm like looking at him, like, God damn, like this shit is fucking good. So what did she think of it? She she enjoyed it. Like she was engaged, and like she was like the end got the, the, the she was like the end was too uh, abrupt. Yeah. Um, and just super goof. Yeah, but but she like up until then, like she was like like asking questions. Like she she hates the Fantastic Four. You remember when we went and saw the Fantastic Four in yeah, the movie yeah, theater? Yeah, yeah. Um, why do people even watch this? Mm-hmm. No, no, that's not what she said. It's like why do people even like this or something along those lines? Yeah. It's stupid. I still like you know I haven't seen it in a while, but I want to say I still kind of like the second one. I do too. I want to say it's because of the surfer. Yeah, I'm sure it's because of the surfer. It just it, he at the time he was just very visually striking. Um, yeah, and Lawrence Fishburne was like the perfect voice. For yeah, him. yeah, yeah. And they just did a really good job on his special effects. Um, at the time, I'm sure if I go look at it again now, I'd be like, oh, this is garbage. <laughs> I did this little impression of George Lucas on Shadowcast this uh, this week. Mm-hmm. No, this past week, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Robert D was the only one that caught it, but he he laughed. What, what, how did it go? I was just, I was like, oh, st- stupid, it's all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, man. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I don't know if I did much. Oh, I saw Ben Hur. Oh, the new one. Yeah, how was it? Dude, I liked it. Really? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Huh? Totally enjoyed it. Did it have the Jesus bit at the end? Um, it had, it had, yeah, it had the Jesus bit at the end. But didn't the original as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I I haven't seen the original since I was a kid. Yeah, neither have I. But um but yeah, it was it, it was it was dude, I enjoyed it. Cool. But like I did find out cuz like in in the movie they make him they make and I, I can't remember if this was in the original as well, but in the in the movie like he gets sent to the to be a slave basically. Yeah. And he's carrying like that crossbar across his back, and he falls, and Jesus helps him up. And then later, when Jesus is taking the walk uh, to the crucifixion, uh, yeah, you know what? I, Jesus, that does sound legit. I think Jesus that was in the falls. first one too. Okay, well, Jesus falls, and then Ben Hur or helps him up, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been like, so long, man. And I haven't seen the new version. But and like that's in the Bible as well. Oh, really? Yeah, so like, if it, 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 so, let me say this. 
initially I thought, man, that's cool to kind of take this one character from the Bible and like flesh out this whole backstory on him, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's looking awesome. But then on the other hand, I went and talked to like a buddy of mine that's like super religious, and I was like, dude, you know the guy that like helps Jesus up when he fell, and he was like Simon of such and such, and I was like, okay, apparently that's already a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Well, maybe his uh, name was Simon. Maybe. And then uh, I, I did a, a new video today, like a new type of video mm -hmm. that I might, if it's successful, I might continue to do, or if people like it, I might continue to do. Porno. Yeah, yeah. A little uh, self-pleasuring. Nice. Um, no, it's, a, uh, like, I call it Sit Down Saturdays, and it's just like taking some like current event, like, uh, you know, in the fandom. And discussing. Oh, like, I, I thought you were gonna say like some like current like world event, and I'm like, yeah, get the fuck no. out of here. No, so like something, something, uh, something that's more topical rather than conceptual. You so know? What, what was the current event? Uh, this this masterpiece DX9 versus Fans Toys Omega Supreme. Oh yeah, uh, I I still think the Fans Toy one looks better. I do too. I mean, is there is there an argument there? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah, and, and there's a lot of interesting sort of dynamics that have happened. Like, the Fans Toys one was going to be $400, mm -hmm. and then the DX9 one came out and marked it at 250 and now Fans Toys has pretty much dropped theirs in the same ballpark. Really? Mm. Wow, that's a nice fuck you. Yeah. It's a fuck you that helps you. Yeah, no doubt. That's what I said. Um, yeah, that, that's like one that I, you know, I always wanted Omega Supreme too when I was a kid. Never got them. You know, Steve had them. Um, speaking of Steve, dude. Harsh, bro. Really? Harsh. I didn't even recognize him, dude. He looked like he looked like um, Hugh Jackman at the very beginning of Les Miserables when he's on the fucking. I've never seen game. it. Well, you've probably seen pictures of him. You know, he's like got a beard, he's got really short, buzzed hair, and he looks all gaunt and fucking, you know, sickly. Um, like emaciated. Yes. Yes. Ugh. Anyway, we're moving on. Um, <clears throat> So, uh, when does that come out? Um, I'm, I'm, no, I'm trying to remember. Oh, it came out today. It came out this morning. Oh, no, not the video. The uh, the Omega Supreme. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, third quarter for the DX9 and Fans Toys is kind of, you know, anybody's guess. <laughs> so, I wonder if Fans Toys will try to rush the completion of that because of the, you know, the competition. Because, I mean, yeah. that one has been in prototype longer, right? Well, we don't know. We know. I think that, yeah, as far as, it, it would seem that way, right? It would yeah. seem that way, but I think that we're reaching a point with third party where they're going to stop teasing shit so far in advance because everybody's tired of getting stepped on. Really? Yeah. So I think you're going to see shit, like when you see images of something, it's going to be a lot closer to its release. Yeah, I guess that makes more sense. I mean, I, I guess they're using the, you know, the previews to kind of test the market, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think get people excited and stuff. Like, I think there's a number of things for it, you know. Um, like, I think it's definitely to test the market, to gauge the interest, you know. And then I think it's also, like, you know, like, yeah, like, here's, you know, like, it used to be back in the day, like, you know, here's your tease, here's your silhouette, here's your fucking renders, here's your fucking prototypes, here's the yeah. painted prototypes. Like, you know, but now, like, DX9 had, like, renders one day and then prototypes the next. Like, that shit's been done. Really? Know? Yeah. Huh. I mean, is DX9 still a contender? Um, Number you know, five well, for you? I, I bring this up. I brought this up in the video a little bit. Like, 
you know, they haven't really like they've said so they made that Rodimus, which I love. Yeah, that and, that carry. Yes, and like outside of that, I don't think they've made anything that I'm in love with. Hmm. They're doing. They've been doing. They've been focusing a lot of their attention on Legends pieces recently, and they've been knocking those out of the park for the yeah. most part. Um, but I haven't really been in love with most of their bigger toys except for Rodimus. I, you know, I wonder if. If, and I don't know you guys have probably talked about this. If some of these third-party companies are going to find their like niche, like their little market, and just stick to that. Like, well, you, you know, know what? some have. Fan Toys is the king of masterpiece scale. We're just going to leave masterpiece alone. You know right. What I mean, so some, you know, some have like uh, you know Planet X. Mm-hmm. Like they just do the War for Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron. Like and really? nobody gets in their way. You know what I mean? Like they just do their own thing and nobody bothers them. I mean, it seems like a it seems like a smarter way to go. You know? Yeah. Um. You know, Perfect Effect, as of late, has just been doing, like, more Beast Wars characters. Um, okay. Like, they did, like, that uh, that Lyo Kaiser, yeah. or whatever, Leonidas. And then they did the uh, this this recent one that's, like, some sort of Optimus Primal that turns into a spaceship as well. I don't know. You know how I feel about that shit. Yeah. Um, you know what's funny? When you look at stuff like that, do you ever, like, realize, like, oh, wow, this is all goofy? Like, how I feel this is goofy... Really, all of this is is goofy. I, you know, I do I do wonder about that sometimes. Like in in uh, when I was listening back to last week's episode, when you were saying how like this stuff doesn't exist in a vacuum, and I got to thinking about uh, how like you know is you know is is what makes some of these characters cool, the history of these characters, and the fact that like you just you don't question whether or not it's cool because it has already been around for so much longer than you have. Maybe. You and know? you also see it through those eyes of a child. You know what I mean? Yeah, that as well. That as well. But, like, you know, is there, like, you know, like, it, it is what I like Batman Begins if I knew nothing about Batman? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And, and that, that's always an interesting conversation to have with people who, like, are... are they... Understand? There's like there's like a couple of different type of people. There's one person type of person who will never see the value of it because they just think that it's it's stupid. You know what yeah. I mean? And then there's a, and and they'll never try. You know their 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 bias is already established and they can't see anything else of it because in their mind they've already been told that this stuff is bullshit and it's dumb. Then you got the person who is open to the idea that it's cool, right? Mm-hmm. And then just kind of plays along because everybody else is like digging it. And then, of course, you have the people who have always thought it's cool, always will think it's cool no matter what they do, you know? But then there's this one type of person who doesn't really bring their baggage or bias into it, can see what it is for what it is, can understand mm-hmm. how people are drawn to it, but, you know, still kind of, like, is able to objectively ridicule it and be like, no, man, I hear you. I understand you think this is cool, but this is just really, a, this is just really dumb. And, I, yeah. and I, I seem to find that those are the people who are kind of, like, I want to say like like well well read or like very educated in like literary type stuff or uh-huh. or and they, and they like reference where this is coming from uh-huh. like yeah well this is this type of archetype you know it, you know you've seen this guy you know this is this is Gilgamesh this is Jesus this is Moses and Superman all comes from that you know that pantheon of ar- that archetype like the savior archetype you know um, and they kind of like take the magic out of it. You know what I mean? At the same time, <laughs> I can't fucking talk to you about this, man. Stop ruining my superheroes. Um, I got a funny Superman bit here a, a little bit later when we get to my nerd week, but just remind me of the Superman bit. Okay, uh, and then I think I think that's pretty much 
think that's pretty much it for me. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I did. I did do a, a review of a, of a model kit too. That's like I did it. I did that a little bit differently too. Like I, I sp- like I, I recorded the building of it. Uh-huh. You know, and then sped it up, and then kind of talked about the process, and then reviewed it. So it was just a little bit, just something a little different. Are you, are you trying to mix up how you do your? Are you gotten that point in your your videos? It's like you're on that like kind of autopilot with them but you want to now you want to switch it up a little bit like, it's more so the editing aspect of it you know it's it's more so like uh it's it's more so like i like i, I see like i see the end of this transformer shit you know mm-hmm. so i want to start kind of grounding myself in other places so yeah. that you know the channel can continue on after you know most of the i mean i'll probably always do transformer stuff if some random piece comes out i might i might pick this up you know but like I haven't really got that many transformers this year, mm-hmm. you know. Like if if you look at the reviews that I've done, most of them have been loners, hmm. you know. Um, is it is the transformers slowing down in production, or you're just not interested in what's being released? It's it's that my collection is like I don't have as many holes. Gotcha. You know, and then the the, the holes that I do have, I'm just being selective. Hmm. You think you, you know? get to the point where you stop reviewing? Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, so I can see that happening if, you know, people stop sending me stuff from their own personal collection for one, you yeah. know, like if, I, cause then I'm, I'm not going to buy something that I'm not going to, that I don't have any interest in buying. Yeah. So if that happened, that would definitely, you know, put a real damper on things. And the other thing would be, uh, you know, if, if, so like if my Transformers collection filled out. And that's my most successful videos. Every now and then, I have a Star Wars video that does that gets some legs. But mm-hmm. for the most part, it's just the Transformer stuff. So if that dries up, and I'm just doing Star Wars and you know Marvel Legends or whatever, and even my Marvel Legends is fucking coming to a close, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I'm just doing Star Wars, these model kits or whatever, and then like you know the the, the channel nosedives, yeah, you know, and, and it, it becomes ultimately not worth my time. Then I can see myself giving it up. Yeah. So you heard it here first, folks. Send your toys in, or Bobby's gonna quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Only but you I mean, can, yeah. only you can prevent the channel from dying. We we would be like, I mean, that that, that by the time it got to that, that would be like, you know, I, I think four or five years down the road, you know, and like, because there's still, I mean, like this year and next year, I know I'm I'm in on enough Transformer shit where it's fine, no problems, yeah. you know. So. So I didn't have much on my nerd week. Uh, I watched uh, F is for Family is back, the Bill Burr cartoon on FX, yeah, yeah, uh, network, uh, net, Netflix. Netflix. Um, so I'm done the first two episodes of that. It's good. It's a good show. Um, it, it's funny. There's been some funny bits, but I kind of, I kind of feel it hasn't grabbed me like season one. Um, and I don't know why. I think they're focusing a lot more on the father and like you know. Do you remember? Did you, you watch the first ep- the first season? Uh no I, I could I couldn't do it really yeah like and you're I got a Bill Burr ha- fan aren't you I'm a Bill Burr fan yeah and I got huh. about halfway through it and I was like this is too much for me like it's it's it it was too gratuitous like oh fuck the fucking fuck fuck fucks yeah oh, like, dude it got worse yeah so it I, it's just, worse. It was there's, just, there's one scene that's oh, funny as fuck where Bill gets um he gets suspended right so mm-hmm. he fakes his mom's signature and he just hangs out at home. Like he beats up the bully and gets in trouble, and so he's like hiding. He he pretended he went to school with his parents, and he hid. He's like, I can stay here. I can hide. They're not going to be in today. They won't find me. And so anyway, he's like in his parents' room when they come home, and so he sneaks under the bed, and they both end up coming home that day and having a little like afternoon delight. 
Uh-huh. And like the, so they're fucking and like he tries to sneak out past him and he, he say, he's like wiggling in the bed. He looks up and his dad's balls are there like swinging, smacking his mom's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a part. There was a part that just seemed like it just seemed like it was like what, what did you? There was something that you said that about recently where you were like, you know, it's like a teenager that just learned how to curse and was like cursing for the sake of cursing. Oh man, yeah, like, I was talking about. Um, I can't remember what it was though. But you remember having that conversation? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's that's how it kind of struck me. I was like, man, like, is this trying to be explicit for the sake of being explicit? You know, I just instantly rubbed me the wrong way about it. I wonder uh, how much of the story that went on is like from his actual family. I do too. I do too. Because they're already kind of laying the groundwork in season two how he became a comedian. Because mm-hmm. um, he's like stealing his brother's like comedy records and stuff and listening to him and. Um, it just it's it's pretty interesting, man. And I, I I do I have found myself that the the middle kid sometimes can be the funniest. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they're kind of competing, so they have to use their wit. You know, they they they're not doing all the physical things with like the oldest is doing, and they're not doing all the cute things like the youngest is doing. So they're always kind of competing, and they got to compete with their mind type of things. And so mm-hmm. that's the you know in my experience, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, but uh, and I've been enjoying that. And man, there's something else that I saw. Oh, I was listening to that. What was it? Westboro Baptist Church. Is that what yes. it's called? So uh, it's Joe Rogan. This is the granddaughter of the founder, the daughter of the the daughter who's the lawyer of the founder. Right. And so she left the church. And it's just it's like the one thing I gotta say, man. And like I've really, I've really been trying to to get my like you know my compassion level to everybody's shit up a little bit and just not, you know, trying not to be angry with people for doing fucked up stuff and just realizing, all right, man, that, you know, not, not saying I'm not going to hold them accountable for their behavior, but just not being angry at them, you know, not letting that, that kind of seep into whatever I'm doing because it's like, listen, that person's just as, that person's probably fucked up along their lines. You know, they're acting that way because of some kind of behavior. There's no reason just to, to keep the the hate going just you know hold them accountable set your boundaries and and then move on and um it was really interesting to listen to this woman talk because you know she was she's been protesting things since she was five years old when all the soldier protests started she was like i think it was like 2005 she was like 19 so she's you know a few years younger than us um but she was describing those first soldier uh protests and why why the church was doing what they were doing. Now I know there's some controversy with the church where it's kind of like a it's a giant scam. Like they're they're just doing this to sue people. Uh-huh. Um, but I could I could tell you she's not associated with the church anymore. She left. But I could tell you I really don't buy that. I really think that it's it's a cult that they believe what they're doing. You know. Oh no 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 yeah no I I totally. Yes, yeah. I totally agree with you that they believe in what they're doing. I also think that they know how to fund their operation, and that's the scam of it. Yeah, yeah, but like, I, I think they, I think that they have absolutely conviction. But I think that they're like, well, look, there's only like 50 of us. Yeah. So you know, the either the either the what do they call it? The collection plate needs to go around a bit more often, or uh-huh. we need to find a way to get money. Yeah, yeah. There's, I think there's 80. It's it's interesting too. There's there are 80 people in the church at the time that she left, and she had even subscribed to the fact that she's not she's never going to get married, 
because majority of the people who are in the church are direct relatives of her. And then some of the people who joined the church, you know, that this wasn't, you know, a male, um, you know, that was her age range that she was interested in. So like she was going to live this life in seclusion wow. you know, with her family and realize I'm, I'm probably never going to get married, never going to have kids, never going to get married. This is just what, you know, God has for me. Um, so she ended up becoming an atheist or, and she actually, she doesn't even like to say atheist because she feels that that word just has some other meaning. Um, she just, she's not a, a Christian anymore, I guess you would say. She still believes in, she, she still believes there's values or stuff that's bigger than what we are, you know, um, which, you know, I can, you know, I can appreciate that perspective, but she, she talks about the story of how, what really kind of set her free with everything was the use of Twitter. She would like get into these tweet conversations with people and it, it was the people who didn't just, you know, call her a crazy bitch or whatever and call her evil, or whatever. It's, it's the people who engage with her in like respectful dialogue. Wow. That ended up like, uh, you know, changing her mind, putting ideas, right. put, uh, you know, asking Planting her, seeds. well, asking her questions that she couldn't answer. And then, you know, what happened is when she went back and, you know, brought these conversations up, you know, um, nobody could give her an answer. And see, that's the thing about freedom of speech and the, you know, you know, the, the marketplace of ideas. That's why you got to let people talk their nonsense, no matter what it is. You got to, because the only real tool we have is, is reason. You know, that's, that's all we have. And, Reason will always stand up. Not to say that there's not people who will lie to themselves and not listen to reason. Of course that exists. But it, it can't it can't survive forever. And you know, here and here's the example. This is the this is the second generation or the third generation I should say of this church and her and her sister have like left. You know, and I'm sure that's a huge detriment to the church. And I don't even think that they're as aggressive as they used to be. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know. I feel like I don't. I haven't seen them in, in like the, yeah. the circulars. Yeah, so yeah. So and, I, and, it, and it might just be there's just not. It, it's not. There's more it's interesting old. stuff going on yeah. right now. I just, so or it might just be this old. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You you hate people that aren't like you. We get it. Yeah. Um. But so there was a couple people, and she actually met her husband on Twitter, which is really fascinating. This guy, like he wasn't. He he wasn't a religious guy at all. He's he was he describes himself as an atheist, but he's kind of a philosopher type dude, and just started asking questions. And like, hey, listen, I'd really understand why you think this way. What about X Y Z? What about A B C? And it was that that caused her to like kind of reflect. And the big one, which is kind of powerful, man. So of course, you know, I'm going to use some I'm going to use some words here, guys, and you're just going to have to deal with it. Um, but originally, they uh, they had the banner that God hates gays, right? And they changed it to God hates fags. And, you know, they, she was asked why they did that. And there's like, well, they thought that gay was kind of a misnomer. And, um, you know, these people weren't happy. These people were actually self-destructing and, and sad and, you know, hurting themselves with their, their, their passions and lusts or whatever. So that's why they changed, they changed the words, right? And in some, you know, in some Bible verse, you know, it, talking about, uh, how this, you know, it's okay to kill people or whatever, and um, but they have they have a strict nonviolence code, right? So 
this this rabbi actually asked her, he's like, well, you know, you know, you say you say something about, you know, um stoning stoning gays or something like that. You know, that's wrong. Didn't Jesus say that let who let he without sin cast a first stone? And she's like, Yeah, but we're not doing it. The government is doing it. And she's like, But aren't you lobbying the government to do that? You know, aren't you aren't you trying to you know position somebody else to sin for you? And like that was the one that like just snapped her back. And she's like, Well, I guess we are. You know, and uh, you know she brought that question to her mom and whatnot. And the the funny bit is, is the more people didn't want to talk to her about it, the more hungry it made her for truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, it, it it I will say one thing though, like unlike you know, the the Church of Scientology or whatever, where they, like, lock you up or whatever, or some of these other churches where they actually will kill you or, or drug you or whatever. Sure. Everybody was, like, resp- like, nobody wanted her to leave the church, and she still, you know, loves her family and can re- can appreciate that they're wrong and they're human beings and they're just on the wrong path, but doesn't hate them. She's very compassionate to them, and she doesn't really even talk trash about it. It's just, it's more like, I'm sad that you know, as human beings, we can get set down these, these wrong paths, you know? Uh-huh. But, like, people came and they were like, listen, we really don't want you to go. We think you should stay. And she's like, nope, got to go. And, you know, it's just one of those things like they, you know, all right, well, we'll help you pack. You know, have a nice one. And they're shunned. You know, they, they don't communicate with their family anymore, but it wasn't anything of violence or anything like that. Right. Which I was like, I mean, that's, you know, that's at least respectful, you know? Sure. I'm not saying that, you know, they're, endearing people by any means. I mean, some right. of the stuff they do is fucking disgusting. Uh, but they're just lost. And just like any, any of these people with these ideologies just get on this wrong path and get lost. But it was it was an interesting interview. But the the crazy point, the crazy thing is that she's like kind of describing her family and like her family's life and everything. And it does sound like with the exception of their like hateful ideology about the outsider or those they don't agree with, they're like good people. You know what I mean? Like they're like good family people. It's just they have this misconception of the other tribes out there and behaviors that they don't agree with mm-hmm. and how they just, you know, kind of in casting them into the internal pits of hell type of thing. So right. it's, it's just interesting. Listen, you know, so I don't know. That's yeah. pretty much, that's pretty much all I have this, my, my nerd week. I haven't really done anything else besides that. Yeah. Uh, I did want to say, I've also been uh, still continuing to read saga. Oh, still awesome. Still awesome. Nice. Um, you, you know, like the, there's the, the lion cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's like one of my favorites. But like, uh, it's how they manage, it's how he manages rather to use him like in new ways. That's mm-hmm. like fucking cool. Yeah. But like, you know, so like all he says is lying, yeah. right? And uh, there's a scene where like the the girl that he's kind of with and this other character are like cornered by these villains. And to be fair, they're not really villains. They're, they're just... They're adversaries at this point. And they, like, draw down on them, and they're like, you know, enjoy your last few minutes of life or whatever because you're not going to make it to see tomorrow. And then you turn the page, and the cat is, like, stalking them, coming down this, like, ramp behind them, and uh-huh. he's just, like, lying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, like, fucking awesome. <laughs> um, so does he fuck shit up? Is that, like, is he a badass cat? Uh, he's not like a super badass. I mean, he's, he's, he's a big ass cat, so he's yeah, badass he's a enough. Cat, so he's, he's able to do some damage. Yeah. Uh, but he actually, uh, ironically, he doesn't do much damage in this, and at that particular time, it's just a cool little, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, moment. So yeah, with that being said, we can get into the news. 
we we got we didn't talk about this last week, and people actually wrote me in and asked if we could. The uh, and I just forgot to add it to the notes, honestly. But the the NECA uh, SDCC exclusive is a people seem excited about it, and I'm happy for them. <clears throat> but it's a repaint of their last year exclusive. What's that? The um, Ninja Turtles. The Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay. And it's except they're repainted into the cartoon style, and it comes with some two foot soldiers, which are also repaints, and then a shredder, which I'm not sure is a repaint. It probably is, and the only new piece is the Krang. Mm-hmm. Does it look cool? Yeah, the Krang looks cool, uh, and 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 the set looks cool. It does, and and there's there's a lot more. I think there's a. I can't really tell from looking at these pictures, but just. You know, just just from the outside looking in, it looks like there might be more of a of a shade gradient between the turtles, so they're not all ident- the identical colors. Okay. Uh, and the foot soldiers look awesome. Like I'd be interested in the foot soldiers. Are you? Uh, so are, you're not in then? I'm not in though. Yeah, it's going to be too expensive. And in the set, to be honest, like the set last year was kind of shit. You know, yeah. especially for what it the price it it fetched. You know, like, if it was, like, a $60 set, I'd be like, yeah, it's money. You know, like... How much is it? Uh, I think it was a $100 set each. So you ended up being $200. Oh, but it was going for, like, 600 bucks or something stupid. It was going for, like, 600 I got mine for 3 I got mine for 150 a piece. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And I wasn't really... Like, I, I wasn't wowed. I mm-hmm. certainly wasn't. Like the the NECA, the NECA turtles that I got that year compared to the SH Figuarts turtles I got that year was no comparison to me. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's weird. I mean, but those SH Figuarts out. I mean, what else? And those are and those are cartoon accurate, right? Yes, but I don't know. I think there is some some color difference between the turtles in the show. Oh, really? I, I, I would I would I guess that that was. I would guess that that depends on which episode you're talking about. Yeah, that's probably true as well. Um, let me see real quick, because I like I remember Donatello being almost more of a brown. Um, let me see. No, they're all the same. They're all the same, but they are. You got to check that first episode. That's the one you got to check. Yeah, I'm looking at the intro, which was you know. Like, you know, that was done for the first episode, yeah. you know? They're all the same. They're all identical. But they are a darker shade of green. It does look like the NECA ones got the color of green more appropriately. I think I'm thinking about the toys. I think the toys were different shades of green. Like no, I, I, I think you were right. You know, um, if only there was a box. Yeah, let me see. That's connected. No toys. All the information of the human species. Yeah, they were all different. Okay. So they're trying to do throwback to the toys. No, 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 because it looks like it. These look, these do look similar. Like, I, I, and now looking at the cartoon images and looking at these, I think they're doing the cartoon. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this. This sideshow exclusive TMNT. It's a pre-order. It's a statue. Damn, this thing is pretty fucking sweet. No, send it to me. Uh, 
right, hold on one second. I, I, I'm not going to get it because I'm just going to be good with the... <laughs> ironically, I'm going to be good with the NECA ones on here because <laughs> it's just this thousands of dollars, but let me see. Plus, you got the big quarter-scale ones. That's what I'm saying. All right, and send. Uh, it's sent it to your email, sir. It's, a, it's like a, a sideshow, I guess, is doing a statue. Oh, it's Prime 1. It's Prime 1. They make great statues. But they're doing a statue of the original Fortress. Oh, dude, those are good. Yeah, they look pretty Fuck. sweet. Fuck. Oh, they even got Rass Lip Curl. Yeah. Now, are those... Damn, dude. God damn. How much is this thing? It's $2,299. Oh, and my Jesus. How wait a minute. Are they? Wait a minute. Yeah. And 99 cents. <laughs> but don't how, be worried. How big are They're, they? Uh, let's see. I'll look in a second. Don't be worried, though, because you can do uh, four monthly installments of $517.50 with a down payment, of course, a non-refundable down payment of $230. Dude, Shredder's um, mask, like the, the bus that they... That looks fucking yeah. tight. It's a pro. The product size is twenty inches tall. Holy fuck! So the the whole. So I guess the top of uh, Leonardo. Leonardo. Yeah, is twenty inches. See, I wish they would just put a fucking dollar bill down there, so you had to put a reference of the size. I mean, Jesus Christ, guys. I, I you know what though? I'm gonna tell you. Oh man, it's like a fucking coffee table piece. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, who buys this shit? You know what I mean? Huh? Like, dude, dude, rich people. There's this Facebook group that does like nothing but statues that yeah. I'm in, and like some people show their like collection, and I'm like, holy fuck! Like, these people are millionaires. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about statues. I'm talking about basements that look like um, uh, I don't like a bowling alley. Yeah. You know? And, like, they just have, like, these cabinets, like yours, you know what I mean? But are, yeah. like, statues. You know, uh, statues. We saw that like, one dude's house. Like, he made this separate house just to hold all of his comic statues. You ever seen that video? I don't think so. It's like this, it, the house looks like. Is there a lot of glass, like glass walls yes, almost? Yes. yes. Like, the whole, the whole, there's no walls. Like, all the house is glass, like 360. Right. And it's at the yeah, roof. Yeah. yeah, I have seen that. And it's the, just, um. One of the dudes, like, I, I couldn't help myself. You know, I, I don't usually participate in Facebook, but, like, I couldn't help myself this one day. Like, one of these guys, I posted a picture in this group. It was, like, all these statues. Like, I'm talking about tons and tons of everything. Turtles and Star Wars and Star mm -hmm. Trek and fucking Transformers and fucking, you know, DC, Marvel, Lobo, fucking whatever, Dawn statues. You know, it was crazy. And it looked magnificent. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he also had, like, a crucifix hung on the wall that I just kind of noticed. Yeah. And I, I wrote in the comics, I was like, damn, my man even got a statue of Jesus in his basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm sure he was irritated with that one. Yeah, no, he was actually a good sport. He was like, ha-ha, you know it. Like, something like that. Like, he was, he was cool about it. Uh, and then he took it down. <laughs> let's hope not. Uh, but yeah, okay, so that yeah, the NECA set, I'm passing on it. I wish everybody else the best of luck that's in on it. Word. And then we have we have some more toy news that uh, we had to get to eventually today. But right now, we're going to talk about 
some statue news. So think my name's stupid, do you? There's uh, the new Shiro statue from Sideshow that's coming that like goes with their He-Man and their Skeletor and their Evil Inn. Yeah, dude. Like, if I end up doing like this thing and for that uh, for the movie theater room, like that I plan on doing, like I might have, I might get in on some of these statues, like just a, like one piece of like a certain thing that like I'm a huge fan of. So like one Star Wars piece. One, like, I might get this evil Lin. I might get, you know, just one thing from, like, every major fandom. Because that fucking She-Ra looks fucking incredible, but seeing them all together... I mean, that He-Man, I, He-Man looks dope. I mean, they all look dope. Yeah, they all look great. But uh, that evil They're, Lin, they're like, 400 bucks a pop. That's it? Yeah. That's not bad. And, like, not for nothing, man, like... He-Man's got the cape. It actually looks good, but you don't have to put the cape on him. Yeah. Like, that's that's the kind of shit I'm like, oh, fucking tight, man. I'm going to look at these other ones real quick. I haven't seen the uh, She-Ra. She-Ra, She-Ra. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Man, man, like, I dude, can't. She-Ra looks fucking awesome, yeah, dude. She does. She does. I mean, is she going to have the shield on her as well? Oh, that thing must be sold out. The pre-order is four hundred and fifty. See, they have an apple right next to it to give you a point of reference in size. Thank you. Yeah, it's a very sideshow thing. They didn't do it with the other one. They didn't do it with the fucking turtle. Yeah, because that's Prime One. The sideshow is just um, distributing the it. The cape is interesting too. The cape you can do or or remove. So that's tight, man. I like it when they do shit like that where you have those kind of options. Yeah, a fucking evil land. Like I feel like I needs it. Well, let me go back to it. Uh, Evelyn isn't here for me yet. I just had a Skeletor, He-Man, and She-Ra. If you like, if you Google search um, "sideshow Evelyn," it's fucking amazing. Fucking birds, man! This bird has been tapping, tap, tapping at my door for a month now. Yeah, I remember I was there. Skeletor looks good. She's got like a tattoo of the snakes. Oh, on dude, her back. there's a Hordak on Skeletor's belt. That's fucking tight. Hordak's face is there. I'm guessing this is already well out and probably expensive as fuck now. Nah, you can. These are all pre-order. The Evil Inn. Let me see. I can't imagine that Evil Inn came out before the other ones. Uh, there's a lot of pictures of this Evil Inn. This probably isn't the best show to be listening to. We're like kidding. Um, nah, they'll be fine. People yeah, just do it. It's fucking amazing, though. Like, oh yeah, she had the tattoo on her back. Yeah, yeah maybe it's just not up for pre-order yet. I can't find it. It's amazing. Let me look it on eBay. Last, last hurrah. What if her helmet comes off and she's bald underneath? That fuck you up. Yeah, in a good you, way. Did you glue it? Did you glue it on there? I thought you, when you saw that the first time, it fucked you up. Nah, it's sold out, bro. Is it? Yeah. But it was cheaper. It was only four thirty nine. You missed a deal, bro. You missed I don't see deal. one on eBay either. I guess nobody's getting rid of that shit. 
You see it on the Sideshow website? Uh, yeah, it's on the Sideshow website, but it's like there's not a link to it. I had to Google it, and then it gave me like a link that, that doesn't have... And it just says sold out. Fuck. Now the hunt is on. No, I didn't know I wanted it until I couldn't have it. <laughs> now that I can't have it, I want it. Uh, so anyway, moving on. This uh, next note I have is for... Oh, Apes Together Strong. Did you see this new trailer? No, I haven't seen it. Dude, it's worth watching. Like, it's the best one so far, hands down. Like, I'm just gonna wait for the movie. You okay, <laughs> on DVD. No, I'll go see it in the theater with you. Um, but it. it, it why like, didn't we go see the last one in the theater? Uh, I don't know why you didn't. <laughs> no, I definitely no, did. I, it's a wee. It was a wee bit. <laughs> Were you, weren't you at the beach or something? No, no, no. I saw it with Laura because Laura's like actually a big fan of the movies. Huh? And you saw it? At, you saw it at the big theater? Yeah, I, well, I saw it. I saw it in Colum- We saw it in Columbia, I think. Maybe that's why I didn't go. It was like our. Oh, it was our wedding. I think it was our anniversary. I think it was like our dating anniversary. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, private thing. Um, Wasn't invited. But dude, it was so. Uh, this the trailer's so good, man. Like it's like it's it, it's about. It's not really a trailer as much as it is like almost like a collage. It's weird. Yeah. Um, it's like a montage of like his their relationship with that girl. And, like, dude, that's what I want. Like, they nailed it for me. Hmm, cool. Um, and, like, there's this scene, man, where, like, uh, like, Caesar, like, they find her, I guess, and Caesar says to Maurice, he's like, he's like, she can't come with us, you know? Yeah. And, 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 you know, Maurice doesn't speak, you know? He just signs, um, to him, I understand, but I can't leave her. And he's just gonna stay there with her, you know. Nice, dude. It's fucking good. It's it's interesting how they caught the spirit of that character, even though it's dramatically different from the original. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on a second. What's going on? What's up? Okay. Is this this isn't new though, right? Oh, is this your last one? Straight A's again. Nice work, Mac. That's all right. You're on a good. You're on a good. You're on a roll. Well done. No, leave it in here. Leave it in here. All right. Um. In other news, looks like a valiant attempt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just can't take the Power Ranger dude seriously. You know, I mean, he's excellent. fine. He's fine. Yeah. But I just can't take it seriously. I don't know what it is. Yeah. The uh the other dude, like the ninja dude, looks cool, and so does the uh. The guy, all the, uh, the like, giant, the giant sword. No, no, no. I like, I like the guy with the gun. And uh, nin, ninjack? Is it ninjack? I guess. I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I'm not cool enough for that world. You know, they they say like the when, like the, when they relaunched this that the fucking uh, the writing's been top shelf. I'm sure it's probably good. Uh, Bloodshot. Blood, whatever. Yeah, that's the Power Ranger dude. Oh, that's the power the guy with yeah, the gun. Yeah, he's the Green Ranger. Oh, really? I think he. I think he looks the coolest on here. I mean, he looks cool. I just can't take him seriously. The, just him as an actor. Yes. Oh, okay, I got you. And then he, uh, the guy, and, with and the... he doesn't deserve it. He's a nice guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, he doesn't right, deserve right. it. I just, I, I can't get, I can't get 
Dragon Zord out of my mind. You know what I mean? It's just too when much. You, when you said uh, the Power Ranger guy, I thought you were talking about the guy with the sword who was Exo Manowar. I don't like that shit. That's not what Exo Manowar looks like. Well, exactly. I'm guessing that this is like before he gets the suit. I don't like it. Yeah. But when he gets the suit, it's it's a little Power Ranger-y. I haven't even seen the suit. The Exo Manowar suit? Like, you don't well, remember it from the I, mean, day, I remember like, it, but I'm saying like, I, don't, I haven't seen it in the film. Thing. No, 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 no. Me neither. I'm just. I. I just figured that that you were speaking about that character in general. No, no, no. no. That's all. I've always found that suit that looked really cool. Actually, like I always, like that was one character from you know days of Valiant. days of old that I was yeah. like, man, what is this about? I want to. I want to. Yeah, me too. I, I want to be about this life, and I just never yeah. got into it. You know. I, I, I remember their, their books always being expensive for some reason. I bought their books like they had like a big like event like they like yeah. start. Yeah, like I bought that event, but I don't really I don't think I understood it cuz I didn't read anything prior to it, you know, yeah. I just jumped into the event and I I, I couldn't follow it. It's like years ago or recently. Years ago. It had like that blue stripe at the top of it. Like that's yeah. how you knew it was involved. That might have been like the first big crossover event that they ever did, right? Like the definitely comic books? Ever, uh, well, I mean, no, nah, cuz Infinity Gauntlet was before that and Yeah, but that was its own book. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then I remember they did a crossover book with the Wildstorm, or with the, it wasn't Wildstorm, it was like the, oh, the Homage Studios crossover, it was called Checkmate, or Deathmate, I yeah, think it's called yeah, Deathmate. Yeah, 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 Dumb. Silvestri was in on it, I think they, was that the one they fucking went on tour for? Do you remember that shit? Yeah, yeah, dumb. But, but I mean, isn't that crazy? <laughs> well, those guys were like rock stars back then. I know, so. but isn't that nuts when you think about it? Like, yeah. comical. It's like on the tour bus, like traveling the country, like meeting fans. Fucking groupies. <laughs> yeah, you know, like. <laughs> What's I that? Nuts. It is pretty nuts. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Um, Dude, did you see that bit with Michael Keaton on Jimmy Fallon? No. Uh-uh. He's like, oh, you're in this movie with my favorite super uh, superhero, Spider-Man. And he's like, what? And he like starts to go over there and choke him. He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot you're the vulture. No, I'm fucking Batman. <laughs> nice. I was like, good for you, man. Good for you. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, Valiant movies, I guess, are coming. I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. I, I, I think they're like straight to like YouTube movies. I think they're real movies. Yeah, I think you're right about that. And that's fine. Good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Panther trailer. Little good. I like it. Today or last night. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely like the fact that they're trying to build a mythology, and it is like a whole new world, you know, something that we had never seen before. Yeah, it's very different. It has a very different feel about it than any. I feel like any other Marvel movie. Yeah, but I think it fits in that world, and it looks it looks good. Yeah, it's just like a different shirt out of the same closet. Yeah, the dude who played um, Johnny Storm and he was in Creed. I like that guy, Michael B. Jordan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. in that movie. I don't know if he's the bad guy or whatever, but I like that. I like that kid, man. He's going places. That kid. He's going places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't. Uh, that, that that trailer looked fucking awesome. Like I, I dug the the tone of it. Like. The, the 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 like everything looked good. Like the only thing I didn't like was like the music at the end. Like I can't remember. It, it was like a hip hop song. It's like, yeah, it's like a hip hop record, and like I'm like, man, like this seems it doesn't seem appropriate. Yeah, because it's not it's not. He's African. You're African. Like it's yeah. proper African. Like the music in the beginning does seem appropriate. Has a little bit of a Wonder Woman swag, I might say. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
But um, the music at the end, I'm like, are you doing this because he's black? Yeah, racist. You know, racist. like that is fucking. It's a, it's a little much. Yeah, yeah. Like just because you're like, I feel like they're like just because you're black, it doesn't mean that you need to like associate hip hop with. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, I agree. I agree. Crazy. Yep. Um, it's crazy. Crazy, bro. It's crazy. But yeah, it was very good. And then see here oh wolverine's on the patch so to speak oh do tell so i got an email okay and my email affects you oh okay let me uh i gotta find is it, it effect or effect uh you know you know i'm not the best with that <laughs> like i'm honestly not the best with that because a lot of times i'm like man but i can kind of see how they both make sense here yeah yeah i hear you but I got a I got an email. You're from not a company. you're not effective in regards to that. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm definitely not. Mm-hmm. I got an email that said, "Hello, Robert. Thank you very much for your recent order with us for the amazing Yamaguchi Wolverine. Kyoto mm. has already Kyoto has alerted us to a change in this item. At the time you ordered it, its page in our online catalog may have included an image of an additional part used to display Wolverine smoking. However, Kyoto has now decided not to include that additional part. So we're writing to let you know that this item will not be inclu- will not include the optional cigar. What? The image has been removed from its page on our online catalog. Wolverine will still be a fantastic action figure, and we look forward to filling your order in September. We appreciate your business with us. I don't want it anymore. Do you want me to cancel it? No, that's fine. <laughs> but you know the funny fu- the fuck that part about it is? I didn't know if I wanted to do the cigar smoking bit or him crotch down with the claws out like in Marvel vs. Capcom. Like I was really now the, the decision's been <laughs> yeah, made. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like somebody telling me what my fucking decisions are. I, right? I don't either, and I don't like this like like this fucking pussification of Wolverine, man. Dude, it's just the pussification of the world. I agreed, but like I want my Wolverine to smoke. I want my Gambit oh, to smoke. Oh god, so stupid. So you stupid. know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I never wanted to smoke a cigar because Wolverine smoked a cigar. Yeah. I, I, it drives me up the fucking wall, man. Yeah, I would I would agree. I mean, like, weren't there, I, I, I watched fucking Pinocchio as a kid, and they were smoking cigars in Pinocchio. Yeah. True that. And Pinocchio couldn't handle it because he was a bitch. Oh God! <laughs> um. All right. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. James, uh, our Patreon uh, supporter, James, hit me up the same day that I added that to our notes, and was like, "Do you see this shit? Yeah. Do you see this fucking bullshit?" Yeah. yeah it happens. Let's see what else. And know, weren't we just talking about that last week? Like we, oh, I, I'm surprised we're gonna do the cigar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was on the podcast or just in a no, general I think, conversation. No, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, fucking ass hats. But we need to. We need to. Uh, I'm also still trying to find that picture of Gambit that you were talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I can't. It's like, it's like a Jay Lee type looking picture. I don't know where the fuck I saw it. Yeah. I think it was Movie Web. <laughs> Probably. I'm serious. I have no doubt. Um. A little bipartisan love this week. Okay. Uh, Jeff Johns and Kevin Feige like sat down and celebrated the Donner films. Yeah, goddamn right that, that did. It's fucking cool, man. Like, yeah. 
You know, like I, I love shit like that when it's like it's bigger than any pathetic squabble. You know. Yeah. Like I, I dug that a lot, so I just kind of threw it in the notes to kind of mention it. Uh, interspecies erotica. Mm. Cats and bats. Mm. Did you read this? Uh, yeah, about the marriage bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. How did you? Did you like how they how they did it? How they do it? Maybe I didn't read that all of it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I read the headline. <laughs> Well, I, I, there's it's been all over the internet. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So, so like, I, I read a little bit about it. He proposed to her in Batman Twenty Four, maybe. Okay. And he proposed to her with a ring made from the diamond that she stole the first time he caught. <laughs> and like he went, he like when he when he obtained the diamond, yeah, he fucking bought it. Really? Yeah. That's that's kind of tight. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, he, like, he says something along the lines like, "I've always known." Really? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I do. Has too, he man. Hit, so did he buy it like the first day? Uh, yeah, I got the impression that like he took it back to the store and bought it. I haven't read the book; I just read their kind of coverage of it. Yeah. So how do you think it's going to change things and the the dynamic of the the? I don't know. Verse? You know what? I'm up for it. Yeah, I, I think it's about time that something I new happened too. with him. I do too. You know, and it makes sense. Everybody always wanted that to happen. So yeah, I think it. I think it works. I think it makes sense. I think it's. I think it's going to be an interesting how it affects like you know the house with Alfred and then the other Bat family and you know where she sits in regard to the how, Bat. Family. How long has she known that Bruce Wayne is Batman? Since Hush, right? I guess. I guess that's right. Is it? Did she know then? He he tells her then. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I forgot about that. So that's been a while, dude. Yeah, like a fucking decade. So, yeah, it's about time. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm I was very happy to see it. Um, how, I think it's like, a cool twist, isn't it? Because I haven't read any of the new the new Batman books in a while now. But like, Dick is still Dick. Tim is still Tim. I think actually Damien I think, is still Damien. I think Tim is dead. Really? I think so. There's always gonna be a dead Robin, apparently. Yeah, I think he died. Let me see. Tim Drake. Oh, yeah, didn't he die, but then he woke up like a second later someplace else? He's not really I don't know, dead. So the book that, that like that, when I was reading the uh the rebirth omnibus, like they're talking about it. Yeah, but like he was someplace in like blew himself up to take a bunch of people out, but as soon as he did it, like, he wakes up in a space, like, in this, like, white space, he's like, what the fuck, and, like, some, like, alien comes forward to him. And oh, like, and just no, nobody knows he's back yet? I, I, I don't think that he even... I, I can't remember, dude, don't get me lying, but it, it feels like, you know, somebody, like, teleported him out at the last second, and, like, what in it to look like he's dead, because we have plans for you, Mr. Drake, you know? Uh-huh. And that was it. Like, I don't think he's dead. I think everybody thinks he's dead. So Team Titans revealed Tim Drake's new origin, showing a large departure from his original origin, removing his connections to Dick Grayson's origin story in the New 52. Tim is a talented athlete and a computer genius who comes close to discovering that Batman's identity but never totally figures out. When Tim finds the Batman and gets rejected for the role of sidekick, he decides to bring Batman to him by hijacking the Penguin's bank account and donating millions of dollars, thus putting his family in danger. The Penguin's goons come after Tim and his family, but the Batman saves him. 
Tim's parents are forced to go into witness protection, but they believe Tim deserves better and ask Bruce to take care of him for them. The witness protection program renames him Tim Drake, and he takes on the identity of Red Robin rather than the identity of Robin out of respect for Jason Todd. Hmm. In recent issues, he has shown that Tim is unwilling to meet the Bat Family. Tim is also part of the Bat Family's assembled team, which went to Apocalypse to retrieve Damien's body. As their mission focused on retrieving Robin, Tim, Jason, and Barbara wore costumes which resembled Damien's colors, and each wore a Robin symbol. Following the completion of their mission and the revival of Damien, he handed in the Robin symbol on his suit and welcomed Damien back to life to the role of Robin. In the pre-convergence timeline of Future's End, refugees from Earth-2 are given a signal from Brother I, which allow them into the Earth-Zero universe. God damn it, DC. I know. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Tim is briefly seen in Mr. Oz's prison, Superman 18, laughing with several prisoners. I don't know. I don't even see the fucking death on here, but they're definitely, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. I have to talk to somebody more educated than me. Yeah, on the matter. It doesn't matter. It's he's imaginary. He's never really dead because he was never really alive. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So then we have some Q and A, I believe already. Let's let me double check that. Yeah, Q and A. Shoot. Got a couple emails. Oh, we have a new follower on Podbean as well. Nice. Uh, new so, followers on Patreon, damn it. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, question from JR. Uh, I think JR, I could be wrong about this. Because I, uh, I could be wrong about this. But I think there's a possibility that JR might be in the mopping industry as well. Okay. I think he specializes in floors like you do, mm-hmm. as opposed to the my variety. Gotcha. Um, great show last week. I'm going to try to make this an everyday. Every, and I'm going to try to make this an every week thing with the questions. Trying to get in, get in good like the Pauls. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> anyway, this is week's his name, Paul. No, it's oh, Jr. That's sorry, buddy. Yeah, you're out of luck. Out of luck, seeing, bro. Um, seeing how Netflix and Marvel seem to be really pumping out the shows lately, with Defenders and Punisher both due before the year is out and 2018 looking like new seasons from at least three of the other shows what other characters do you think marvel should bring into the netflix marvel universe for me i would want to see a moon knight show if done right it could be great if not it has to be better than iron fist am i right (laughs) also what are your opinions on shows like amazon's the tick oh no thank you pilot episode and thought it has a ton of potential do you think other independent comics should get the chance to do tv movies thanks for the great shows and keep me entertained every week i'll tell you i like the old live action tick with what's his face fucking love that show yeah but i can't do this new one man i can't take he looks so ridiculous i can't take it seriously like his costume looks well to be fair i don't want to take it seriously well i can't even take it seriously as as something funny to take non-serious Nice. Um, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, so I, I can't say. Yeah. But uh, as far as other Marvel every, shows... Every once in a while, a casting comes that's so perfect that everybody else has can, can is always not going to live up to that expectation. You know what I mean? And I, I think that What's-His-Face's portrayal of the tick back in the day, whatever, I always just call him Elaine's boyfriend. 
Um, I mean, Brock Samson. He's been in so much shit, but I never remember his fucking name. Something Warrington or something like that. I can't remember. Is it not the same dude? No, it's a different dude, and the, and the costume looks dumb as fuck. Oh. Like, he's not even, like... He's not even, like, big, and it's really textured really weird. It's weird, dude. It just... Look, Google it real quick. I'm, I'm doing it right now. Amazon tick. Yeah, you're not going to be impressed. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's not goofy enough. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. That might be it. By golly. It's almost... But you know what? I still give it a shot. But the old tick is just too hard to beat, man. It is, man. Spoon. The old tick. <laughs> Dude, that's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, any, any Marvel characters off the top of your head that you would like to see do a TV show? <sighs> Let me think. I don't know enough about Moonlight. Moonlight. <laughs> Moon Knight. <laughs> I, what about Moonlight? What about dancing? I love Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah. Moonlight Sonata. Um, let me think. Oh, man. A Netflix version of a Marvel show. You know what? I, I wouldn't mind them. I think that um, a Black Widow show, like a spy drama, would be better served on Netflix. I agree. Than a movie, I agree. So that's one, um, and you can even have like you know some Sam Jackson in there as well every once in a while. Yep. Um, but not at Agents of Shield, you know, because that's listen, Agents of Shield's got its own special place, and it works for what it's doing. But like I'm talking about like a real gritty spy drama, you know, like yeah, that would be. Um, you know, it'd be cool with that if you can flesh out. Uh, Natasha's origins and actually put out there that she is like old as fuck. You know, she's like a different version of the secret uh, secret soldier serum, and um, that she is like 80 years old and she's been doing this through like the Cold War. That would be tight. And I think a Hawkeye would be tight as well. Um, that's been spoken sure about, right? That. I don't think so. But I'm not even sure if I'd want that. I mean, I like what's his face. He's not a bad actor. He's not a bad actor, but it's just a shit character. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just that that Robin Hood type archetype. Um, yeah, but it's not. But it, it still fails to be as interesting as Green no, Arrow. No, you I, know, agree. I agree. Character. I agree. He's a he sucks. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Like I'm trying to think what they haven't done. Yeah, I would. I would be up for a Moon Knight. I would also be up for a spy drama, Black Widow. I tell you, I could do a lot of like X Men styled shows. Like, yeah, like I could do an X twenty three show. I could do a. Ooh. Uh, I always, I always fuck up his name. I don't know how to pronounce it, but Wolverine's son. Oh, Dokken. <laughs> is it or is it Dakin or is it? I think it's Dokken. It is to me. It's Dokken. He'll always be Dokken to me. Yeah, but I could deal with like a show like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know, man. Sometimes I think it's better just to do a new character and a new show, and we'll see what happens. I mean, because I'm digging Legion. That's on. That's on FX. Um, I think they've gone the right way for that with that one. Yeah, I want to watch that. So that guy who Legion, he's like all of a sudden popping up into everything. I would do a Ghost Rider show also. Ooh. Which ghost were you, Johnny Blaze or? Oh yeah. Okay. Calm down, Jesus. 
It is yeah. interesting how they how they did that in the Agents of Shield. They left it open because the writer shows up. It is Johnny Blaze, and he he actually gives um whatever his name the the writer, you know. Right. But I I don't think that that Ghost Rider is the is the same like <coughs> Johnny de- Blaze. Well, it's not the same demon. It's like a new demon, like like a almost like an offspring. You know, it's mm. not the it's not the spirit of vengeance. It's like some other demon, you know? Yeah. Like, it's funny, like, I'm, I'm thinking about characters, and as I'm thinking about them, like, there's some that I'm like, no, like, I want that to be a movie, you like, know? Like who? Like, uh, let me try to, I should have thought about them as I went along. Um, Silver Surfer. Yeah, you know, like, I don't know. Me, uh, also, uh, the Inhumans. Like, I would prefer that to be a movie. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. we're gonna go see it. We can go see it in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> First episode. That might be, dude. Not for nothing, man. That might be a smart one to do as a TV show. I don't not know. I don't network. think an ABC TV show. I'm yeah. not saying that, but like, it, it's not very well known. You know what I mean? They're not super popular. I mean, they're popular in their own right per se, but it's like, I I just think that it's. It, it's one of those dramas that would be better set in in a you know in a in a show where episodic type show. Maybe I think that uh, I think that you could do it, like if if you were to do it like a HBO like if HBO got in here. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That I would sign up. for. Well, you don't think Netflix can can do what HBO no. does? No. Really? Well, I, I haven't seen any evidence of that. Like oh, because you don't watch House of Cards and you don't watch. I've, I've seen I've seen an episode of House of Cards, yeah, but like, dude, but you like, build dude, like I mean, I think up. that the the Game of Thrones budget, I think that's some unparalleled shit. Well, yeah, I think that Netflix is going to get there. I think that maybe, Netflix is gonna maybe, get but there. I think that that's the type of budget that an Inhuman show would need. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, like, I don't if, know. like, dude, like that world that they live in, yeah. like, it's expensive. It, yeah. What What is the budget for? For Game of Thrones, uh, let me see if I can Google. Yeah. Game of Thrones budget. Six season budget was over ten million. Okay. Uh, look look been, up uh, Daredevil season, budget. Season total of over a hundred million. Look up Daredevil budget. Daredevil or De- a Defenders budget maybe. Season two budget. Let's just do this first. I already started typing. It says Marvel's Netflix bound TV shows to cost two hundred million. What? Let me see this. <laughs> there, um, go. there goes our theory. The five properties together will break down into sixty episodes at two hundred million. Well, that's 60, so. That's. Two hundred million divided by uh, Daredevil, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Defenders, and Punisher. And anything else they have planned, I guess. And that's multiple seasons. Yeah. Well, two hundred episodes. Sixty. So I'm sorry. Two hundred million sixty episodes. Yeah. Well, how many episodes? Um. How many episodes are in whatchamacallit? I don't know. Game of Thrones. 
Um, I don't know. So they're spending so, about Jones they're... and Luke Cage cost forty million a season. They say. So that's that's more than that's more than what you call it. But I don't see it. Netflix has yet to reveal the exact cost. Yeah. Well, that I just did the math. That's about three million. It's about three point four million an episode. So if they're just doing Game of Thrones is doing ten million, ten million for seven episodes. It looks like Netflix's budget is higher. I can't. I can't. I just can't fucking believe that. Well, you don't need to believe in math, Bobby, because math. No, I, in I, I believe in math. I don't believe math that these numbers are accurate. Because like I haven't like. I'm trying to think if I've seen a Netflix show that I'm like, man, this looks on that level. Well, I think it's the other thing too is you got to not every shot, not every. Well, I bet it's more. First of all, it's more expensive to film something in New York, hands down. Right. You know, I mean, it's probably I, I, I would, I would guess it's probably a hundred times more expensive just to to shoot on the on the on a road in New York than it is a road in fucking, you know, they're probably in Australia filming that shit. Yeah, New I don't Z- know. New Zealand. I, don't, I, I have no so idea. You gotta, you gotta think, like, all of those sets, once they have them, they're not gonna be that that crazy. I don't know, man. I mean, the most the most expensive stuff is the dragon shit, and you don't see dragon oh, wait in a minute. episode. Wait a minute. 10 million per episode. Oh, wow. Never mind. It is ten million per episode. Yep, the six season budget was over ten million per episode. Well, disregard that. That would be three times more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that makes sense. You know, okay. and if they did, if they did Inhumans on on that level, sign me up. Let me see. I wonder how much a normal TV show. Inhumans. They started out budget. at six million per episode, and then they went to eight million, and then now they're over ten million an episode. Wow! Inhumans has a hundred million, a hundred million budget. That's crazy, dude. But that's twenty-six episodes, right? Probably. Yeah, that is that's crazy. So what is that? Probably twenty five or twenty six. That's still. So I guess that's almost four million an episode. Right. Isn't that crazy? It takes three million dollars to make an episode of like a, a TV show. Yeah, you know, I wonder. Like, I was looking at the uh, the the budget for the Netflix, the House of Cards. And yeah. like that's pretty expensive. As yeah, well. but that's because of Kevin Spacey. I was just getting ready yeah. to say, but the acting in that you got is what you got to pay for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're filming a lot of stuff in D.C., though, so. What? Yeah, it's, I mean, I think Netflix, it's only a matter of time before Netflix, Netflix surpasses, like, HBO and shit. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I don't care, you know. Yeah. If they do, good, good on them. I'm just saying that I haven't seen anything on, on Netflix look like Game of Thrones. Like I, Game of Thrones, I think, is the most impressive visual television show that I have ever seen. Personally. Like in history? Yeah. Hmm. That's not to say that I think it's the best show I've ever seen. No, no, no. I know what you're saying. I'm, yeah. I'm actually trying to think that you might be right. I mean, like, you might be right with the vast sets 
Like you have, you'll be in a desert world one second, then you'll be in like a lush kingdom the next second, and then you'll be in a frozen wasteland the, the 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 next. You know that is pretty, pretty epic. Yeah. What do you think about? Did, there was something I, I saw, but I guess we never talked about like the. We talked a little bit about the spinoffs, but they they came back and said something else about the spinoffs. Do you recall anything on that? On the Game of Thrones spinoffs? Yeah. Um. No, I don't. I, I remember that they said like that nothing had been locked down, and they were there. I think they were going to be prequels. I definitely think they were going to be prequels, but I, I think that like I think at first people were like, giving it flack, like oh no, that's going to be stupid, and they kind of came back and explained it a little bit more. But I can't remember what they said. Well, that makes sense to the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking internet. Yeah, it's ever gonna. You know, um. Oh, shit, I had something to talk about the internet the other day. Like, I was listening to somebody explain something. How, um, oh. So, like, it was like a, a, like a psychology thing, how when you have a hierarchy of, like, like primitive civilizations, there's this exists anywhere. You have, like, the person who is, like, really good at stuff, right? The, not the alpha as much, but the guy who's, like, the best hunter they know he's the best fighter. He's like the Gaston. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And everybody starts to emulate what he does because they think, well, he wears his hair a certain way. So if I wear my hair that way, maybe that'll help me be a better hunter. And right. it's broken down and shit like that. Like it's a like, like built into that behavior. But one interesting thing is, is that even when these guys become like kind of like the, the pack leaders or whatever of the tribe, whatever you want to say, they're still mocked to make sure they don't get too like too big for their britches. So uh-huh. even though they're like the, the top dog, all everybody underneath them still takes turns kind of mocking him to bring him back to that humble point, right? Uh-huh. And like it keeps everything balanced. And I was like, man, think about that today. It's like we have these group of people, like these like superstars and whatnot, who really don't get properly mocked by their tribe. They're very insulated. A lot of people are very insulated from that stuff. Like they're not, you know, nobody really shows them reality anymore. And uh-huh. you ha- it's like you have all these fucking like superstars that like fucking kill themselves or fucking go crazy or, or just fall apart. And it's like they, they, they live in this world where they're constantly in the spotlight until they're not. And they're chasing the spotlight. And it's right. like the saddest, most pathetic thing. I think they were talking about it because like Kathy Griffin. Did we, did we talk about that yet? Uh, no, I, I made a joke of it when we posted last week's show. I saw that. Um, did you see her press conference, dude? No, I, oh. I think is that the one where she was crying? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I saw parts of it, dude. It is it like it is like watching, it is like watching some something torture itself to death. I, I can't. It's it's like it's like a train wreck. Like you can't not look at it. You can't sure. look away. But I it, tell it, you, it's so it is so pathetic. It's like God. I feel so. I just want to give you a hug and pat you on your head and put you to bed. Because you're so on your sad. Little, on your little red head. Yeah, the, uh, a sad little creature. The, I started listening to this podcast called uh, The Fifth Column. Okay, tell me. Tell it's me a, more. It's a, okay, so it's a group of guys, and they're, like, cool. Like, that's important. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're, like, cool guys. Like, they, they <laughs> just, curse. Just, just cool cool friends? Cool. If a couple, do you have I told that story? <laughs> I tell it again. It's worthwhile. All right, so, like, a buddy of mine, uh, twin... He had a, a, a wife that was very, very, very um, jelly, jelly bro, jealous. 
You know what you need to do? You just need to sit down one day and write down all the names, just the names of these people, and just share them with the class. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he, uh, like, I think, like, sometimes she would, like, smell his dick, like, when he came home. That's some, that's some old, <laughs> old, school, old, school. old school shit right there. <laughs> and in my head, she had one of those rolling pins in her hand. Um, dude, I saw this meme recently that had the, the mother from the, uh, the Bernstein Bears. And it was like, uh, it was like the first chick to wear a bonnet in public, the original ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so they had, um, they had like, 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 she was very, 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 like, jealous and untrusting, et cetera, et cetera. And she may have had good reason. I don't, I don't really remember. Yes, yeah, that's, that's my next question. Well, did he like run around on her all the time? I, I, in my head, I don't think so. Dude, let me just interrupt you real quick. There's a funny bit in the F is for Family. It's like showing these like old 1960s commercials or 1970s commercials. And like it's like on the Johnny Carson show, this guy's saying like, "If your man strays, just give him some slack because he's had a hard day." You know, like just like justifying <laughs> infidelity, dude. But like it's funny because like the little girl, like the little girl's like, "I, I don't, you know, I want to, you know, I don't want to be a, a honeybee." Like it's like a Girl Scout. I want to, you know, I want to work on computers and fly rockets. And he's like, "Well, then marry an astronaut, honey." Um, <laughs> but that shit, that shit is so funny, man. It's like, God damn, dude, that's like the world that they were living in back in the day. But continue, continue your story. So, um, so she, she one time like, uh, got on his MySpace page <laughs> and, she, and he had his friends with all these females and she lost her goddamn mind. Like, who are these bitches? Ah, you better explain yourself. You better... And like, he was like having a hard time, like even getting a word out. And like he was stumbling over his words, and he was like, they're just they're just just some cool friends. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so awesome. That's so, so anyway, awesome. Th- these guys are cool. Like they talk shit. Like they 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 they're like kind of re- they're kind of current with like hip hop and fucking rock music, and you know what I mean. Like they're just they're they're hip guys. You know what I mean. But this podcast is a political podcast, and their shtick is that they're straight down the center. Like, they're not overly left. They're not overly right. They're just reporting the news and discussing it. A lot of it, unfortunately— I believe it when I see it. A lot of it, unfortunately, goes over my head. Okay. Because, like, I just don't know some of these players that they talk about, like, kind of casually. Okay. But nonetheless, I'm listening to it because I, I, I enjoy it, and like I found myself like ap- appreciating their approach. Mm-hmm. But I actually got turned on to them from uh, – they were on an episode of The Brilliant Idiots, and they came on as they were talking about uh, the, Ka- the Kathy Giffen, Griffin thing. Yeah. And, and, and like uh, they were – like I mean, The Brilliant Idiots were, were in – agreement that had this been Obama she would have been just thrown out in the street and shot in the head um, so they, they I, thought it was wrong that what she did or they just they were just kind of saying that oh there absolutely is a double standard there's that, both okay that it was wrong what she did and that there is a double standard but I think that uh, some of the guys that they had on as guests like other guys that were there for another reason I'm trying to remember what that reason was but he, they had on guests as well and the guests were like kind of arguing that 
and at that point, these fifth column guys came in, I guess, for their interview section. Mm-hmm. And like as they sat down, they were like, let's not kid ourselves. It would be totally different. She would be fucking fired from everything immediately, and it would be a public outcry. Yeah. Let's be done with that, and let's move on. Nice. nice. You know, but like, they're, 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 they're I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's an enjoyable show. I don't know why I was bringing that up, but I, I recommend giving it a shot. Do you, uh, do you think that she had the right to do that, to do that little thing? You know, I ha- I haven't really seen what she did. I saw the picture. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. That's what she did. She did the right. Picture. But I, I don't like like you know what it was. Th- I think that like I'm not the type to get worked up about shit like that. Yeah, I mean, I think that she's within her rights to do that. Now, is I, it is, is, some, is it with is it in poor taste? Absolutely. Is it something that I would ever do? Never. I would never ever do that. Right. Um, agreed. Does I, she I deserve to get fired? Like, I think there's some context as well, like. You know, I kind of feel like comedians deserve more of a pass sometimes. I, I would know? agree. I would agree. Um, so, like, I think there's an element to that. But I'm also a believer in, you know, like, you, you know, you made your bed. Yep. You know, like, and it, like when she came out and apologized and was crying, I was like, man, like, like, do you remember we used to joke about Mike McIntosh saying, I'm not, I'm not buying that boo? Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I'm not buying this story. <laughs> like, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Like, well, I mean, here's the thing, like. I think that it is a First Amendment thing, you know. She has a she has a right to express herself. I think that she's stupid for the way she did it. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I think she's a jackass, but that's fine. We're allowed to be jackasses in this country, but she's always got to deal with the consequences. So if nobody right. wants to hire her, nobody wants to be friends with her, well then that's just the. I mean, it, it was pretty. It was in poor taste, you know. But we have the right to be tasteless and tactless and all that other stuff. And I and that the 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 part that uh, I I think that the this is don't get me wrong I'm not trying to make a political like this candidate is better than that candidate or this the person that I wanted to see because I just think that like a lot of people there was two poor choices there's obviously something wrong with the system if these are our only options and right. um, I think that the people I think the people who really wanted Trump to win like someplace in their heart there's like let's just burn this motherfucker down let's just make this let's make this shit let's make this shit a fucking uh reality show for real you know um, i think there's i think there's also a large part of people that that wanted trump to win for kind of like like the wrong reasons in a way like not not, not that the not that the reasons themselves are wrong but they wanted him to win because they kind of bought some of the rhetoric that's just not possible maybe Maybe, but I like. I think there's all. I, I think that that's all politicians sell. Is they is they sell. Maybe re- I said they sell rhetoric that's not really possible. Maybe. You know, um, it, it. You know, it's. <laughs> I kind of got in this beef with my dad yesterday out of nowhere. We were, we were sitting there talking, and he said something. Like my whole thing is, is that I just want to have a good conversation or debate without rhetoric. I want to talk about facts. I don't want to talk. I don't want to have. Uh, I don't want to get fall into these uh, fallacies and whatnot. So the first thing he says is like, what do you think about this Trump thing? And I was like, you know, the Comey interview, did you watch the Comey thing? I, I watched some of it. I was mopping that day. So yeah, I, I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. And like, there's some interesting stuff, dude. Like the fact that he leaked his own notes to the press, that's like not cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then the other fact that, uh, 
when the whole uh, Clinton on the on the tarmac with the the attorney general back before the election happened, and he was he was instructed not to tell people that Hillary Clinton was being investigated for her emails. Right, like, they, they they were to call it a matter. Yeah, not an yeah, like that. Like that is a damning thing, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. that right there. I think, and I'm not, and I'm just trying to be. I'm being objective here. I think that Trump needs to get off Twitter, and he needs to he needs to to shut the fuck up with a lot of things that he says. You know, I think that if he can just do the job without talking about how he's doing the job, we might get through this. You know, right. But I think that that is more that right there was more damning than I think anything that Trump did or didn't do like even the the whole flynn thing like say yeah i hope you know i hope that he, he he's all right or i hope that you don't have to do whatever like i have you ever met somebody who did something bad right and you still don't you still hope that nothing bad happens to him you know what i mean like a, a friend of, of yours or somebody i mean that's that's perfectly reasonable i think I, i've been in that situation like somebody fuck like i got a dude i got a buddy right now um that you know had a little too much drink and got locked up, and he's probably gonna lose his job. He's probably gonna get a divorce, you know. And he fucked up, man. Like he fucked up bad. He's lucky he didn't kill anybody. You know what I mean? Right. And like I'm angry at him that he would do something so stupid. And this is his second time. You know, this isn't the first time. He he got right. a, like <clears throat> like the first time it happened, it was like a little bit, and you know, he wasn't that fucked up, and he you know or whatever. And it's like, all right, man, you made a mistake. You can learn from this and move on. But now it happened again. It's like, all right, you're a dumbass. Right, but I still don't hope he goes to fucking prison. You know what I mean? I, sure, I, you sure, know, sure. I don't want to yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah. And so when you have that conversation, I mean, my brother, exactly. That there you go. Yeah, that's a, that's another. You know, that's a, a a good example. Like you, you can say that. Like you know, your brother is a good guy, even though he does bonehead shit. You know what I mean? Right. Like he's he. I mean, I guess it's subjective when you say good guy. He's not out there at at, at the fucking picnic hand, or thanksgiving on the soup line handing out soup soup to sure people. but i i know in, in his heart he's not out there with the intention like hurting people is not high up on his list exactly exactly and so even that bit of business is whatever but it's just it's like i kind of feel like everybody's gone crazy like they're so everybody's so polarized and so locked into their into their perceptions of stuff right so anyway my, so my dad starts to talk to me about this and i said this before i say this to him all the time like dude if you weren't gay you'd be a fucking conservative you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, and so he starts talking like, well, you know, it's just bullshit that Trump, uh, you know, he he wants to make all these tax breaks for the rich or whatever. And I'm like, well, that's not even what this whole thing was about. It had nothing to do with, with Trump. Right. It's like now that the narrative of him being like some Russian spy has has uh, transpired, um, you know, now you got to bitch about something else. Like, well, I was like, well, you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm sorry, Dad, but I, I don't, you know, I don't believe in the socialism. I think that we should help things out. I think we should do it more through charity than having the government mandate it. Um, he's like, well, you know, I pay a little bit more taxes. I make a lot of money. I, I pay a little bit more tax to help people out. I was like, well, what's stopping you now? Well, what? Well, I mean, do you give away money to, to charities now? And he's like, well, well, yeah, I, I through my taxes. <laughs> I'm like, well, then shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, <laughs> you want somebody else to do your to do your work like that's the problem you know like that like i think that if you really want to make a change go down there and make that change and look you know look people in the eye and help them out and, and lend, lend your helping hand not giving your money to some bureaucracy for them to waste it and and not affect any positive change you know what i mean like, right. if you really if you really want to improve the world and do something better go fucking put your put your your work clothes on and go down there and fucking work 
you know, and like I said that to him, and he had nothing. He was so pissed, and like I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't trying to be provocative and like throw it in his face. But I'm like, dude, you. I was like, dude, you fucking take month long vacations to like exotic islands. You know what I mean? Like the fuck, you know, you know, you're 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 in the one, you're in the one percent of the one percent. You know, well, maybe not that high, but I mean, he makes good money. You know. Oh, I did look up those numbers, by the way. Which one's that? For what constitutes being in the one percent? Yep. Um. And there is there is two trains of thought in how you perceive it. Okay. One is the combined household income puts you around two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars annual in a, income in, in assets. In annual income. Okay. And the other one, the one that, uh, and there's like a breakdown for how that that reaches the one percent. And they said what most people refer to when they're referring to the one percent, and they went into this explanation of it. And it's those people that make it was like it was like five hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay, but not one percent of the world. No, 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 of the country. Yeah, we were talking about the world. No, I know, but remember, you and I had that conversation recently, and you thought it was like somewhere around a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred. 150 or something. Yeah, it's it's not that. It is higher than that. Well, I I did look at something. It's actually I think it has to do with assets as well. Yeah, not the one that I was looking at. Oh, okay. So yeah, there's there's different. Just like just like the millennial conversation. Some people say 78. Some people say 84. Yeah. You know. Um. But it was it, you know I don't know. And back to the Kathy Griffin stuff. Like, dude, I can't believe the memes haven't been. Going crazy. Somebody did do a Comey meme though, like him testifying, and it's Kathy Griffin's voice. <laughs> he he broke me. He just broke me. I'm broken now. He broke me. Oh, dude, so funny, man. Cause like like, I, dude, I I kind of respected Comey, right? And after watching that thing, I kind of lost some respect for him, man. Like, don't get me wrong. I I don't want his job. You know what I mean? It's got to be a tough sure. job. But. Like, he basically said, like, I didn't do the right thing here. I didn't stand up and do the thing here. It's like, dude, you're the one who's supposed to do – you're the one who's supposed to speak truth to power. That is your job. You know what I mean? You're the top cop in the country. If anybody's supposed to speak truth to power, it's you. And you you showed over and over again how you didn't. And then you kind of justified why you didn't. And then you were upset that you got fired. You know what I mean? Like, and and it's like, like, dude, like – if if you you can't sit here and claim that somebody did wrong and you were the person whose job it is to tell them that they're wrong and you and you didn't tell them on several occasions, you know what I mean? With several different people on you know, several several different interactions. I like I don't know, man. I just I, I kind of thought he was a he was a top notch guy. And like my thought as he was going into this 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 thing, I was like, man, this motherfucker's getting ready to throw down some shit. He's going to be the next you know presidential candidate. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. he's he's gonna be going. I'm like he's gonna throw down with Trump right now, and he's gonna be be the one that's gonna be you know uh, uh, fighting Trump. Like, I don't. I think Comey's a Republican. I I think that's accurate. I would have I would have imagined that would have been my guess. I'm pretty sure he is. And I'm like, dude, he's about to throw down, and he's gonna try to steal the Republican ticket from next year. Here we go. I was getting, I, you know, I was getting the popcorn out. Popcorn was in the microwave popping, and then he sat down, started talking. Like, what? Is, what is this? <laughs> There was a lot of it that I heard, like, in the few minutes that I was, like, kind of in and out of the area where the TV is on. Yeah. That was, like, it seemed like every other thing he said was, I got, well, that's a private conversation. We got to talk behind and we can't do this. We can't have this yeah, conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that one chick, her last name is Harris. Like, she's trying to put herself into the next Democrat spot. Uh, I, for, I can see it already, bro. 
Like she's going to be the next contender on the Democrat spot. And she basically was doing the bit of theater where she, all the questions she asked for her whole seven minutes are just questions framed in a way that Comey would say, Oh, I can't talk about that. Oh, I can't talk about that. Just to leave the imagination. Cause that's the thing, man, like people are meat eaters, you know what I mean? And if you don't give them some meat, you know, the imagination goes wild and, and the worst thing that you can think of happens. You know what I mean? Right. Of course. You know, and that's when the, the scrapping starts. And like that, that little bit, like that whole bit of political theater, I'm done with it, man. Like we should fucking know better. That, that, that's when people need to start calling each other out. You know, I, I think I can't wait till we can read each other's minds. That'd be great. Just fucking get it all out there. No more secrets. Read each other's minds. It's going to happen soon when we're plugged into the I, matrix. I, but anyway, let's continue with our other questions. Okay. Um, let me pull up. We did get one from Paul C. this week. Uh, we didn't get one from Paul A. because we're recording very early. So, Paul A., just no need for two questions. We'll just save it for next week. No, when you, you better give us two questions, goddammit. <laughs> A quick note on Psylocke before my question. <laughs> uh, he says, please note he's leaving out a lot of details for the sake of whatever. Psylocke was originally British, sister to Captain Britain, as per Joe K.W., but her mind was transferred into that of the hot Asian ninja. This is why there are sometimes pics of the British version and the Asian version, the focus to uh, the British version in the flowy lavender outfit and the butterfly telepath effect, mm -hmm. and the Asian version with her psychic knife. Say mm -hmm. it with me: the focus totality of her telepathic powers. Mm. The case is often seen as proof where yellow washing is clearly the way to go. <laughs> Making Dude. white characters Asian has a long tradition of being positive changes as Psylocke's math skills and violin skills greatly improved from that point forward. <laughs> Dude, Mickey hit me up yesterday, man, and was like, hey, we were talking about that, that Evergreen University thing. Um, yeah, I saw, I saw it. Yeah, but the, he was like, he thought that Asian bit was a joke. He was like, oh, yeah. He's like, uh, I think he said Tyler didn't even get the joke about the Asian bit. And I was like, dude, I was like, dude, that wasn't a joke. And like, he's like, are you serious? Like, yeah, dude, that was a, a for for real conference they have how Asian people are part of the problem. I was like, well, that's allegedly, allegedly. Uh, he's like, are you serious? Like, yeah, that's like one of the things they talked about. I was like, he's like, oh fuck. Like, all right, yeah, man. So, uh, but Mickey fucked up my runtime yesterday. So put that out there. Now, speaking of multiple characters occupying the same body, here is my question: If you had to be if you had to be conjured twins with any superhero, who would it be, and where would you want to be attached? <laughs> would your attachment be an advantage or a detriment to their crime-fighting superheroism? I mean, would you get their powers as well? I'm gonna guess not. I'm gonna guess it's just you, and you're attached <laughs> to another superhero. <laughs> Uh, um, hmm. Ooh, I got a loophole. Um, I'm gonna say Professor X because I can just have him put me in some hypnotic state to make me think that I was never attached, like in a reality, another reality in my mind. Or uh, no, 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 fucking um, a Legion when he's not crazy. And at, at uh, would you be at, a help or a detriment to him? Uh, I mean, of course, a detriment because you have to drag me around or levitate me around. Uh, I think I would I like I would go with Batman. Really? I'd definitely be a detriment, <laughs> and only because he's super serial. 
you know? And I would just be a complete fucking jackass, like, all day long just to fuck with him. Like, just to fuck with his day. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, just vaping next to him in the Batcave. Huge Ooh, how about How about this? Bad computer. How about uh, Mr. Fantastic? And he can just, like, wrap himself around you like a suit. You can go along with your day. Yeah, no, but I'm like, I'm not trying to get out of it. I'm trying, to, like, I, you know, like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying, I'm not looking for like. Dude, a it's all about the loopholes, bro. Yeah, it's I'm not looking books. for that. I'm looking. I want to be. I want to be like. Uh, what was that movie where they were like attached twins? I don't know. Um, there was like a comedy. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, Owen Wilson was in it. Maybe. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. No, it was Greg Kinnear and um, fuck, uh, Matt Damon, right? Greg Kinnear and yeah, Matt Damon. Yeah, 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 dude. What? Dude, isn't that funny how I got Greg Kinnear before Matt Damon? Let's put that <laughs> out like, there. I don't even know who Greg Kinnear is. Google it. But like, that's that's the. Uh, that's what I wanted Greg to be, Kinnear and is. I wanted to be just a fucking shit show, a shit show of a circus. And like, I want to like, like, I, you know, I want to I'm, I'm like eating a sandwich and I actually get some mayonnaise on the back computer keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> and I just look at him like, sorry, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I get like I start like getting super fucked up, you know, and I'm like making him partially drunk. Oh, so you're say, you're you're like sharing a bloodstream? Yeah. Okay, I'm down. You really thought this out? Yeah, I'm eating like shit. <laughs> I'm like, dude, good luck. <laughs> um, um, um. We like we're, we're like we're like on some mission. We're hanging off a rooftop, and like he looks down at me. I'm just like hanging off his hip, and I'm like eating a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I'm looking for loopholes, man. I'm thinking like, well, how about Wolverine? He can, like, slip, like, just at the hip, just a fleshy part of the hip. He can like, just like that slice would be me, another good one. Slice me open. <laughs> he wake up. I'm like braiding his hair, <laughs> chest hair. <laughs> uh, you can empty the dishwasher for you. What was that? Nothing. My wife asked it. Um, but yeah, like that's what I would want to do. Just. Add a little bit of uh, levity. Nice. Nice. Um, all right, and now we got some Star Wars news. So just a couple things and then a big thing. So I'm still struggling to these fucking notes, man. Uh, Plastic Fanatic, so to speak. Just an interesting article. You guys can feel free to read it at your own leisure. It's in the notes. And it's talking about, you know, like – like we don't really know the effects of plastic and and the degradation of plastic because it like hasn't been a, around long enough. Yeah. So like, there's been some some things that people have started noticing with the Kenner line that seem to kind of be uh, unique, and uh, like some of the things that are kind of falling apart or whatever, and or having issues. And it's just interesting to think about. It's not like it, they say that it's not like plastics when they start mixing. The idea is that when Kenner started doing those action figures, they started mixing plastics with this other type of plastic, like a plastine or some shit, which okay. allows it a little bit of pliability. Mm-hmm. And and that's what is ultimately causing the, the more sped up breakdown of those materials over time. Now, is it something that can be resolved with like reducing air, like oxidation? Uh, n- not necessarily because it all depends, I-, I guess theoretically it could be, but like, you know, ones that are sealed mm-hmm. are having a bigger problem because of their proximity to the plastic casing. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So like maybe if you were to put it like in a steel box. <laughs> maybe amber. <laughs> you know, or maybe glass. Maybe. 
you know. Anyway, it's, just, it's, it's an interesting read if you're an action figure collector. I, I included it in the notes. Okay. Um, some diet spoilers, and uh, that is just like we get a, a little bit of a look at the Executioner Stormtrooper from uh, Episode Eight that we've talked about here on the show before. The Praetorian Guard. We get a little bit of a blurry look at. Mm-hmm. And then there was one other thing that was like in this group of pictures. Oh, the uh, the new ATAT, which does look better uh, than the uh, Lego piece. You're and even though you get excited, man, uh, definitely. Even though we had heard about uh, like it looking more like a gorilla, like I don't know if I really buy that now. Like I, th- I think if it, if they really wanted to go with a gorilla look, they'd have to shorten the back legs. Well, you know? I mean, you are an expert at gorillas. <laughs> True. So, uh, and like this just looks like an ATAT with like shin covers on the front and a fucking warthog face. You know, which is cool, but it's just I like. You know, I don't, I don't know if gorilla is the most a- accurate acronym, or not uh, acronym, but a uh, uh, adjective for it. And then, uh, and it also looks like this Praetorian guard is kind of hijacking one of the designs for one of the early designs for Kylo Ren. Now, a lot of people are saying like, there's the, there was that there was that list that we looked at of those upcoming Star Wars figures, and they were all under code name. Yeah, Fox, Victor. Uh, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people are under the impression that Victor is Snoke, and then there's this Victorian guard or whatever. Ah, I get it. A, a box set of four, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be these Praetorian guards. And like people on the internet, I've, I've like people have been saying like I've been seeing them like like it's going to be the Knights of Ren, and I'm like, dude, it's definitely not. It's going to be this fucking guy. There's no doubt in my mind about it. Um, I, I actually think that the uh, the Knights of Ren are not going to be a thing really? at all. Yeah, I think that you're going to learn that they were lost at the fucking battle on uh, Octu when Kylo rebelled. Hmm. That's my personal opinion. My, my when he went in that Force back when he walks over to Rey. Yeah, I think that is after he has killed all the Jedi and before Luke has killed all the Knights of Ren. Okay, that's my personal just based on not nothing really aside from the fact that like we're not seeing any marketing for the Knights of Ren at all. We're not really hearing anything about the Knights of Ren, and like that make you sad. It does, man, because I think it's a really big missed opportunity. Personally, I mean, I, I guess this. I'm just looking at this ATAT. It's it's a little monkeyish, you think? I mean, a little bit. I, I, de- I it's the it's the haunches, you know. Forearms, like the- no, the sho- the the, sho- the shoulders. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know, it's it's kind of monkeyish. I can see it. Hmm. And I mean, we're only seeing, and we're also we're only seeing the upper torso. We can't really see. Well, we get an yeah, undershot I, I of the back I, torso. I see, what you're I see what you're saying, but the the shoulders. It's like the shoulders are up higher than the back. Yeah, it it definitely looks more armored up, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, and the executioner's trooper looks cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, and I like it's the, very, I like it's very the artistic. Idea. Like the, like it's I don't you really can't you know it's very uh, I I really don't get a clear vision of it. Um, no. I mean, it's just like because there's all this like. He's like in action. There's all this dust that's swinging around. No, I think that's the Praetorian Guard. Oh. The Executioner Trooper is like right above it. Oh, with like the black accent on the helmet? 
Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. The, the red shoulder pads. Like it looks a little ceremonial. Yeah. You know does, what he mean? Th- like, does he have a thunder hammer? Uh, if you scroll, I saw it in another link. And, and no, it's. I guess. It looks like a thunder imagine hammer a from... thunder hammer. Um, <laughs> but the middle of it. Yeah. Is gone, and it's like electricity running in and out. It's more like a pitchfork sideways. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, FYI, I got about fifteen minutes. Fifteen. All minutes. right. We got a lot to talk about. Damn it. We'll make it happen. People just have to wait outside. So the next bit is this. Uh, I thought it was a ten thirty or thing. Not ten. God damn it. We shouldn't have fucking done all that fucking political bullshit. <laughs> um, well, most of this is bullshit anyway, so it's not going to matter, right? right? Yes, but I think there's some interesting shit here nonetheless. Like, there's yeah. some stuff that if it was true, I, I wouldn't be mad at. Okay. So, there was a big spoiler, quote-unquote, that hit on, uh, so, or leaks, rather, that hit, uh, ironically, last week. And what's funny about it is I was reading it when you found it. Yeah. It's in the chat, like I was already engaged in it, well, like at the same exact time. Yeah, when I shared it. So the funny thing about this is that so this 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 guy who leaked it on 4chan, he claims to be someone who worked for Lucasfilm Marketing. Okay. He he also says in his notes here that because people are asking questions like, "Aren't you afraid that you're going to get?" You know, I'm sure you're under contract that people are going to fuck it. Lucasfilm is going to do something about it. And he says, there's no way Lucasfilm could know who I was. So that would lead me to believe that he wasn't very high up in the marketing. Okay. Which would make me feel like, well, then how the fuck would you know all this information? Maybe he stole it. Maybe. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Do you, yeah. do you see the, 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 the line of logic that I'm following? Well, I don't know, maybe. Um, of course, he could just be lying. They couldn't know exactly who it is and just be saying that. Well, I wouldn't say that. You know, this this guy, uh, Jason Ward, mm-hmm. who's kind of like he, he's the one that breaks a lot of this news mm-hmm. um, to a fact. Like, he's just a fan, you know, okay. but Lucas, like uh, Star Wars Insider magazine has actually interviewed him because mm-hmm. of how much shit he seems to figure out. Yeah. Uh, he tweeted out somebody tweeted at him and said, have you seen this? What do you think? And he said, I glanced at it. It doesn't add up. OK. Um, so there's a lot of sounds like he's jelly. He didn't get the scoop. Maybe, but like everything, like he's the one that broke the news about the gorilla walkers. He's the one that broke the news about the Praetorian guards. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, he's everything that we know. We pretty much know because of him. Yeah. Now I will also say this, everything in here pretty much lines up with everything that Jason has. Yeah. Revealed thus far. I, and did, did you, did you read the, the resurrection bit? I read all of it 100%. Okay. I read the entire 4chan bit. So is the, re- is the Chosen One the first Force user? No. It's not? No. What is it then? The, cho- the, cho- the Chosen One is the Chosen One. The Chosen One is the one that destroyed the Sith. Okay. That has nothing to do with the first, uh, the, the first uh, Force user? Not necessarily. The, force, the first Force user is its own thing. Okay. So, I'm going to read as much of this as I can before you have to go. Okay. Uh, sorry to the, to the people who listen to this show for the nerd stuff. Uh, spoiler, spoiler alert. Don't be sorry. There, there, is a couple funny, uh, there is a couple funny things along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like some of these people. Like, and, and then somebody ends up taking this guy's name and just writing bullshit in the same thread because it's 4chan. So, it's like a fucking Wild West over there. Yeah. 
Um, so like, he posts under the same name, and it's like, you know, I also heard that Lando turns into a giant croissant. Like, you know, just... It's, it's, um, but, like, so, so he, 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 he says, I was let... You're breaking up, dude. Hello? Well, that's weird. He, he opens up by saying... I was let go on Friday from Lucasfilm as a partner in marketing. So go ahead, ask me anything about the film. Yes, Rough Cut has been done for weeks. Many important people have seen it, and I've been involved with a ton of marketing. Don't know what people care about or want to see, as the film has been in my life for months. So go ahead. Yes, I'm a little pissy, but my friend said I can take my anger out on here since they let a few of us go, and people would love free info. That sounds to me like something written by a child. I'm just going to say that. My friend said I can take my anger out on here. Okay. Um, like you don't know what the fuck 4chan is. Um, so somebody, one of the first responses to it, <laughs> this is one thing that is nice about 4chan because everybody's anonymous. They can say they, they have no accountability for their fucking actions. Yeah. They said, post spoilers, idiot, or get the fuck out. Either way, <laughs> we all know you're LARPing. <laughs> what is like, like LARPing? L- live LARPing? action role playing. Like yeah, yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. to Lucas, work for Lucasfilm. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. Okay. But they still want the information. You know what I mean? That's that's a, that's a crazy bit about it, you know? But continue. Yeah. Post spoilers, idiot, or get the fuck out. All right. Does Ray have? Does Ray even slightly go to the dark side? No, but this might be a good time to point out that she is the reincarnation of the first Force user. She has a scene with Luke where they walk through the Force, and she's been able to sense everything around her with ease. The idea is she is in tune with her emotions, which Yoda used to believe was wrong, so she is a very angry Force user when she faces Ben again. Hmm. Okay. There's a literal blue light she walks around that is the force, and you see how it can be twisted to create new powers like, quote-unquote, the dark. Who is, was the bad guy? Really, does he wear gold all the time? Finn spends the film trying to figure out who he is with Rose. They get help from a lot of people, and this is how the New Planet's characters are shown. Rose and Zen are the only new characters on the poster. His story isn't finished in this one. There's a cliffhanger, but before Luke... Hello? I'm here. Hello? I'm here. Did I get out? No, you're good. There is a cliffhanger, but before Luke faces him, we visit his planet and learn he has switched bodies before. Finn doesn't understand this, but it's for the fans to decipher anyway. Yes, he is very wealthy and is very well liked. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. No, we don't learn his original name. Not sure what you're referring... Some of this is, is... I have a hard time understanding because he's like responding to people and you got to like trace the number back well, did you did you uh the one that i sent you had all the cliff notes yeah well I, i'm like i want to read this shit because like the there's plenty more than was in that and some of that was like their interpretation of it and not what was actually said gotcha um so he says not sure what you're referring to but there is a tree they're talking about the tree the force tree is that anything that's real yeah he said there is a tree that the original force users used to worship and eventually lived in. This is where Luke found a lot of journals and decided it's better to let Force users die off because it will be a never-ending cycle otherwise. That's interesting. Yeah. Yoda does not agree, but admits they might have done more harm than good with Anakin themselves. Wow. Rey is pretty powerful and does some new stuff. She can change the shape of things in a way she can communicate with the Force at will. 
Luke explains to her that she is the reincarnation of the first Force user. Her parents are never brought up, and this scene is done early on because Ryan wanted to focus on the viewers learning more about the Force and what Loda, Loda, Luke, Yoda, and Anakin learned. Hmm. So, and, and there is talk that Anakin and Yoda are Force ghosts in this. Correct. And Force ghosts can be destroyed. Yes, and we'll get there. Uh, let's see. He's a center in the cliffhanger. Nine will have a jump in time. It'll start a few years later. That's like different than what we've heard. We heard like he picks up on it immediately. Yeah, no, he's saying nine. Oh, okay, okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her sister, along with a bunch of resistance, joined the First Order after they'd been held prisoner and were left behind. This is the main part of Finn and Poe's story. Uh, Anakin is in this and has one of the biggest surprise reveals in the film. You meet him early, but he's actually an animal. No one knows except Luke, which is why he appears human again. It's supposed to be a gasp moment. Her last scene is leaving an old rebel base to meet Luke before he confronts the First Order. It obviously won't work out. Hmm. I'm guessing that's Leia. Yeah. Uh, Ray is told by Luke there is a creature in the sea, which we've heard of, consumed with hate. She eventually has to face it. It's like a giant sloth, but it actually looks really neat. Really neat. I say in the middle of the film... And you think, after, that's, and you think that's Anakin? He says it. Oh, okay. Uh, I'd say in the middle of the film, after she attacks it, she realizes the best way to defeat it is to get it on land where it will have trouble moving. Yes, she senses it's not real, and after a moment, it changes into Anakin. This, along with Finn and Rose rescuing some of the resistance only to be betrayed, are the two best scenes in the film only because they're so unexpected. Well, now we're spoiled. God so, damn it. Let me, let me read you a few of the, uh, <laughs> the, the other users' uh, comments right after that. So okay. the first comment right after that is complete bullshit. The next comment, LARPer confirmed. <laughs> next comment, worst LARPing bullshit I've ever seen. Yeah, but you know what? This is the kind of stuff that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean? I'm just saying that it's funny. You have to admit yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. The point of Rose's sister and some of the resistance betraying them is to show that sometimes being behind enemy lines can convince you you're on the wrong side. This is literally in the notes. Also, you won't hear like how would he have screen notes? Also, you won't hear a peep about Anakin, but Yoda is still up in the air as he has a very small role anyway. Marketing is going to focus on Luke being a questionable hero and Finn Poe trying to scrap together a resistance. Luke lied to her because most of the film she doesn't feel anything from the sea except something watching her Luke pushes her senses uh, Hayden will play Anakin, wig and all he's completely different from the prequels though he apologized to her and says something along the lines of it was my son's idea during this scene though Luke is still a bitter asshole so there's never a scene with Luke, Ray and the ghost together yeah, why is Luke so bitter? Luke lied to incite some fear into her. She says at least twice she never sensed any malice or anger. After she chases it, it comes to attack her, and she tricks it into landing on the island. The movie has a ton of humor, by the way, so if you think that's silly, it really isn't. Hope you like little animals that look like penguins on crack because they're just as strong in the force, and Chewie finds that out the hard way. Hmm. Halfway through the film, there's a strong Ray-Luke scene. Ray kisses Luke after all their training and removes her robe. Luke's hand malfunctions as a spark shoots off, setting Ray's robe on fire, creating a funny father-daughter relatable scene. 
Okay. That seems weird. Like yeah. that that's the kind of stuff that like is so out there, it's probably true. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Why doesn't even make sense? That does not make sense. Um but see, like here, like he says, like then someone says, "How did you steal my name?" Answering questions is a lot easier than a summary. So that that one line I must I'm, I just read might be a different person. Oh, okay. Um. So they said probably the end of the second scene with the two of them. She does it to befriend these crack penguins who also knew the whole time is to get all of her emotion heights. I admit it's probably the weirdest part of the movie, but there's a lot of weird things. I suppose walking through the forest, Yoda and Chewie hanging with the creatures, Snoke's home. Hmm. Um. Let's see here, dude. It's gonna suck, man. There is some stuff, but I, I don't. I don't. First of all, I don't buy this. But there is some stuff here that I think would be awesome. So, here we go. This is this is his big overture. Okay. Mm-hmm. Luke meets Ray. He tells her how the Force brought her to him. Her parents were scared of her abilities. She is told after a couple scenes that she was born out of necessity, that this balance will continue forever with the Force. Since the beginning, all the way to his dad and now her. Luke trains her, but tells her after Snoke is defeated, they will cease to fight and will not continue the Jedi Order. They have a meditation scene together where she literally walks through a beam of light and she can control everything around her. She can change the shapes and warp everything around her. Luke tells her she will even be more powerful than Yoda and she says, who? This gets some chuckles. She also battles a creature that Luke claims is filled with evil intent and has been threatening the porgs. Mm-hmm. Creature in tune with the force than even himself think penguins on crack she defeats this creature only to see it become the ghost of anakin basically luke has tried to push her emotionally in every direction on the island in order to wake her up full of potential mm-hmm. or to wake her potential, potential. gotcha well i think i want to read this the way it's worded because i think it's important because some of it is worded like a child he wants snoke gone now period it's made clear that luke is not happy with what snoke did to ben and will do anything to make Ray become stronger quickly to destroy him. We get a flashback with Anakin at Luke's school, and everything is destroyed. Luke sees young Ben and says, I don't want to kill you, but your life is in my hands now. Hmm. We learn later, Luke knew someone else would come along to balance things out with Ben, so he left to get answers as to why the Jedi always fail. He used the Force to shut R2 down until this person was found. I'm cutting out a ton of details, but basically you find out the Force is literally connected to everything, and even something like a droid can be aligned to it if it is willed. Ray confronts Luke about his feelings towards the Jedi, his abandonment of his friends, and everything that's happened, and they don't come to an agreement. He speaks with Yoda, she meditates. Yoda admits she is right, that the Jedi of old were hopeful but arrogant, and the dark side of the Force can't be the only future. Ren spends the majority of the film with Snoke. He's more unstable and leaves to trace Vader's life in hopes that he will meet his spirit. From the way Snoke acts, he doesn't much care. Also, Force ghosts can be destroyed. They're adding new powers into this film the same way J.J. and Kazdan added new abilities in TFA. Ryan did write the film he wanted, but there was definitely things they wanted included in the film for future media. After Finn wakes up, the entire ship they're on is destroyed. 
Leia asked him to go find Snoke's weaknesses. She's been told someone has information on how to destroy him, and they've arrived at the meeting point, a new planet. No one likes Leia on this planet. Rose leaves with him because it's the last escape pod, and her sisters trust Fen. Poe leaves after the ship is destroyed as well, with Leia and some remaining resistance. The First Order take prisoners. They spend most of the film on the run and meet up with Holdo, who immediately butts heads with what they should do next. She wants to have an alliance with the First Order. Leia thinks that's a bad idea and in the meantime sends Poe to rescue the remaining Resistance supporters. Finn goes to Snoke's home planet and finds a crypt. Think Dracula. Very expensive looking place in a tomb that's open. Basically, we learn Snoke has switched bodies and is actually well-liked by a lot of races. No one alive by, by a lot of races, not racists, for this worth. <laughs> no one alive has seen his original body. He's with Rose and Zen. All of this takes place after the affluent planet and found the kidnapped Resistance members who, after the past few years, have decided to join the First Order. Finn appeals to some of them, but not all. This is taking too long, and I'm everywhere now in the story, so I'll cut to the chase with everyone. Luke eventually understands that training one person at a time might be the best way forward, and thanks to Ray, that this will never end, so they'll have to make their own rules going forward. Anakin told her that repressing your emotion is what leads to their downfall. There will always be someone out there more powerful, good or evil. Ben finds out that the location of the island, because Ray was alone meditating and he sensed her. Ben doesn't tell Snoke, by the way, so something is going on there. Ben fights Ray on the island, wins. Luke destroys Ben's guards with one move. They come in to attack at once. Next shot, they're all on the ground. Hmm. This got a great reaction, but the move itself is definitely not a typical Jedi action. Ben asks Luke why he failed and that it was his parents fault and not being there for him Luke asks Ben what he wants and asks him to help take down Snoke that it can lead to a new path and Ben agrees hmm. in, sh in shock Ray follows them Luke has an A-wing on the island honestly the Luke Ray stuff is way more interesting than the Finn story this has almost turned into a weird review haha -ha. the film ends with Luke standing before Snoke as the destroyer flies away. Ray and Kylo flew off after she attacked his ship. My friend wrote all this out as I spoke. Comma, I'm that lazy. Period. Now there is no way there there's no way they would know which employee I am. Hmm. That sounds very immature to me. Yeah. Okay. There's more people are immature. That's true. Kylo has maybe eight or nine scenes in the entire film. He has this one scene with Hux, who gets taken out by Finn, by the way. Hmm. Zen, like Zen is a known double-crosser. He's famous on both sides, but Leia mentions how he helped the Resistance and even the original Rebellion and asks him to help one more time to take down Snoke. He meets with Leia after the big battle on Snoke's planet, not literally where he was born, but where he heard Snoke's kept his secrets. So do we think Snoke is some kind of dark side parasite after all? Yeah, there's somewhere in here where they say that Snoke is the... Did I read that, that Snoke is the first dark side user? You didn't read it, but that's... You didn't read it here, but I, I like we kind of talked about it like off-air before, and I was mm -hmm. like, I bet you Ray is the first light side user 
who reincarnates, and Snoke is the first dark side user, and he just like travels from body to body. So yeah, but he still has it. Like I think that the body from what this if that if that is true, his original body still exists. His original body is the one that he's talking to Kylo in. Oh, okay, okay, that's interesting. Uh, Ben blames his parents for not being there when Snoke's visions were. Luke says Snoke took advantage of this and told him he could be the most powerful person in the galaxy if he was if he was the only Force loser. Luke ignored all the signs and told Ben to hide his feelings or Snoke would win. Yeah. Ray points out neither of them were right. Technically, Luke is the last traditional Jedi. Not even that, right? That's what it said. That's what this guy is saying. Yeah. Uh, it does sound bad written out. There's so much detail I didn't write, and visually it's beautiful. It also has a more mobile camera, which is fantastic during training scenes. Yeah. Uh, Ray and Ben are crashing through space. This might be the last time we see the Falcon, by the way. Ooh. Leia Ooh. is on. Ooh, I don't know if I like to- that, bro. I'm telling you. Leia's on her way to Luke. Poe is leading the resistance on a ship to Finn. Rose and Zen and Luke are standing in front of Snoke as the destroyer. They're standing on flies off. It's massive. Hmm. There's a jump in time after the first act. Three months. Everyone has new outfits at that point, which means more toys. Luke's wear, wears all black. Finn looks like Han, and Ray has a new and Ren has a new mask and cape. Really? We haven't That's, seen that yet either. No. We saw the cape. We didn't see the new mask. Yeah. He has a cape in his pr- promotional pictures through Variety. That's true. That's true. I hope the mask looks tough. I don't know. Anakin's Force Ghost is killed by Ben. Wow. What do you think about that? I, I, I don't know. He's not coming to the light. I think he's even been more evil. He does go to a castle, but I'm sure it's the same one. It's not in the marketing. Phasma has a huge battle with Finn and some of the resistance. I say it's a draw because she absolutely tears them a new one. This is one of the affluent planets where they meet Zen. Hux dies here. Finn unleashes a bunch of horses like creatures on him. Not joking. Yes, although we don't learn a lot of his uh, body. His has friends everywhere, and the body he's in is not his original body. Huh. Anakin has one scene alone with Ray, one with Luke, and one when Ben shows up. They're not mentioned except for that, that their kid was basically too much to handle. She was destroying things around her, and before they could let get to Luke with her, they were being chased by Snoke, so they dropped her off and died escaping. Huh. That's that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. They They knew she was strong with the Force and thought it was best to take her to Luke's school. That's interesting. Um, Knights of Ren were dropped. They don't want to confuse with marketing. In the film, they're just his followers. Also, nobody messes with Ren anymore. All the scenes of the Destroyer in the castle, people blow their heads, people bow their heads to him and speak nervously. Phasma kneels, Hux doesn't. Huh. I I don't know if I want Hux to die, bro. Yeah, me neither. Uh, the uh, mentioned the affluent planet Crate multiple times. Del Toro's character is named Zen. He may or may not be connected to the Rebels. They haven't decided yet, but they gave him a great scene with Leia, which, if you read everything, I already mentioned as well. Assault Walkers are the planet with the big battle I've already mentioned. That's Snoke's, Snoke's home. Oh, so with the red sand? Yeah, but we've heard contrary to that. Have we? I can't recall. 
Yeah, we've heard that it's a mining planet that was used to fund the the rebellion. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Poe and, and that 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 planet was kicked back into order to now fund the, the resistance. True. Poe and company come come to rescue Finzen and Rose Finzen, and they as they escape crate. Uh, let's see here. Not once are the Knights of Ren mentioned in Episode Eight. There was an idea to give them their own film at one point, but that's not happening. Hmm. Now that that's when I get to be like, nah, how the fuck do you know that? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's never say never. You know. Right after Leia meets with Holdo, long story short, Holdo is the the chick from Jurassic Park. Holdo wanted to join with the First Order and have some level of peace. A battle happens and most of the resistance escapes. She breaks her left arm, getting out of the force freeze. Ray has the upper hand, but Ren force grabs one of the porgs and throws it. <laughs> I hope we do get to see that. She grabs it to save it, and the moment she looks up, he pushes her off a cliff. He also takes the saber. The planet is Ooh. red. All that white is volcanic ash. The planet is covered in it because of giant volcanoes. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. So yeah. the planet itself is red, though it's the white that they're just tearing off the top. Ooh, that might be legit, bro. That does sound legit. Yeah. Uh, he, was supposed to, uh, he was supposed to completely succumb to the dark side after killing his father, but it didn't happen. Snoke mentions how he can't be one with the dark side until he lets go of his past completely. There's a hint that unlike Anakin after killing Windu, he's somewhat resisted because Ben mentions again how he feels some light and blames it on Rey, maybe trying to influence him. Also, he is way more aggressive with First Order soldiers and is only quiet around Snoke. What I think you're supposed to get from this is that he wants to be fully evil so bad that he fights light side urges by destroying whatever he can around him. He thinks of trying to be like Vader, it might help. I honestly don't think Snoke believes any of this. So he's just full of shit. Yeah. Fucking, uh, fucking emo poser, bro. There was a base near Snoke's home. The pilot uses a fire offense and he grabs a lightsaber. For a moment, you can tell Zen Del Toro didn't want to give up. He passes out. Uh, there, there is one bit he says in here that is interesting about uh, Zen. Um, I'm trying to find it, dude. This fucking can you hear this bird tapping on this window, man? No. God damn it. Um, Leia goes to meet the wealthy. Blah blah blah. blah. Never mentioned by name. He's literally only called, uh, he, he literally says, a few call me Zen. Leia, who is the only character that knows him, doesn't even know his name. Characters have to have a name in the script, but nobody knows his real name. DJ is what he's being called in promotional materials, but it's only because it stands for turntable, and the joke is he's turning the tables on the First Order. Ah. See, that's another, that's another yeah, that, interesting bit, bro. Yeah, that, 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 that seems... That seems, you know, that that's something that seems like it has merit. It's it's when they do stuff like that that I'm like, fuck, this might be legit. Yeah, I agree. In the end, Ren has his own. Uh, see this one. Yeah, Ray, my. I uh, see it's hard because like this, the other one starts to really go full raff. Go full raff, like the other person that took the name. Oh well, wait a minute though. There's two people who are on here with the same name. Yeah, so one guy's saying something legit, and then one guy's saying crazy shit. 
that, that's what I've just said. Like towards the bottom is when the, the other guy kicks into high gear. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, oh man, that that's frustrating. Yeah. Continue though. Uh, words Knights of Ren are not in the script or uttered in the film. Uh, Luke, see, like this one, the guy that took his name says, also, Luke uses a colostomy bag in this one. It's never explained why, but there was a part that got big laughs where it burst all over Ray during training. (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking asshole, man. Um, for the people saying I'm LARPing without any, uh, I'm spoiling you because I heard you guys, uh, seriously relax, I've contradicted something. Uh, I had to look up LARPing. He also says that. Uh, oh, and then this other guy says he's need a job. Because the guy's name is need a new job. Mm-hmm. And s- somebody creates a profile that says need a new job's gay cousin. And then like starts going in. Fucking assholes, man. Yeah. So, uh, hold on. I'm almost... Need a new job's... Wasn't complete. Wasn't completed. But face will be CG. He moves slowly and has a few feet on Kylo. He seems regal and doesn't mince words. He also has some aides and guards around him. His room in the ship is basically a giant throne room. Looks like something out of Persian. Looks like something out of a Persian throne room. This is, he this never is Snoke. Leaves, yeah, I'm guessing. He never leaves that area in eight. But the ship is giant. It's their main base now. They mention this, and you're to assume they they. They lost a lot as well after TFA. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, these puppets, mostly, which makes puppets. it all... I'm a puppet! <laughs> they, use the force, they use the force to steal Chewie's food. And like I said earlier, one of them is the reason Ray loses the fight. Chewie builds them a nest under the Falcon. Most of the comedy bits in the movie are these guys. Chewie and BB-8. There's a few BB-8s now. One of them looked like a transparent BB-8, had steam running through it, and the First Order has them too, which we've heard. Hmm. Um, More toys. Let's see here. Anakin asked him to listen to Reason Invader was weak, that the dark side isn't part of the Force. It's a warped version of it the weak want to use to have power over others he can lit he can live forever in the light. Something along those lines. And Ben says he failed the same as his son. He grabs his head and the effects were done, weren't done. were done, but Anakin falls to the ground and fades away in shock. Kylo says, not forever, in a really weak voice. Also, Kylo is probably tricking Luke. Have Snoke kill Luke, then he takes out Snoke. That's my assumption. Hmm. I do, I do kind of dig that. Like, like, like if they're able, to, if they're able to come out and blatantly say, like, look, the dark, because that's how, like, we, like I've kind of always seen it, is that like that's why Anakin brought balance to the Force is because the dark, like, the dark side is like a cancer on the Force, and like you need to remove it. Like the Sith are like a cancer, rather. It's like you need to remove them in order to balance it. I like, got it. Yeah. So I, I, I would dig that. Uh, let's see. They were actually holding auditions for a lookalike. About 500 people tried out. I guess they were using stand-ins. The weird thing, they did this for about a month before Carrie died. Huh. That's Stand-in, interesting. Stand-ins for Carrie? I'm guessing. 
like because I guess because it's hard to tell because you know he's responding to these questions and you don't know who he's responding to. Yeah, yeah. Says so they were actually holding auditions for a lookalike. About five hundred people tried out. From what I heard, it's not my department. I guess they'd use her as a stand-in and then CG for the rest. The weird thing was they did this about a month before Carrie died. So like I guess they were planning on look like she's not going to be able to travel or you know if we need to do reshoots or whatever. Yeah, that that does make sense. That that does fucking happen. So. That's that can seem legit. Um, let's see, we're almost done. Uh, for the record, this asshole used my name to say horrible shit. Uh, da, da, da. I wonder. You know, it's funny. Like, what if that's, that's somebody it. from Lucas Arts who's doing that to like cockblock? You know. Yeah. So like, uh, so like, you know that that kind of. Uh, that that would like like remember I saw, like so like the reincarnation bit if that's true like you 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 captured a piece of that for sure. Um, my like my theory that I said a couple months ago where I was like if if the force awakened like if it was something ancient that came back for Ray and for Kylo mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like that's the case it seems like it's Ray and Snoke. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, and you know what? Maybe and here's another thing that's maybe the the Skywalkers are just a perversion of the Force. You know what I mean? Because yeah. of what's his face. You know what I would like. Like, if we're if we're if we're going to subscribe to the fact that this is real, mm-hmm. if I would like it if Ray died. I lost you for a second. What happened? I would like it if Ray died. Oh, really? Yeah, like if Kylo was able to be redeemed and Ray died in Episode Nine, like sacrificing herself. Like, I think there's an element of kind of beauty to that almost yeah and then the thing is is that if she is the the real force for first force user she's not really dying she's just reincarnating you know sure. what i mean so there's kind of that, that that avatar bit that i've always liked that'd be like that'd be kind of cool you know what i mean and you know we do see we don't know the extent of the force's ability to survive i mean we know that definitely survives after death but we don't know what that extent is you know, and it, and it, and if that's a way to, and if that's the way they do it, it is a way to protect Anakin's legacy, where Anakin still matters just as much. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. I don't know. We'll see. I do love the Snoke, like Dracula Snoke thing. You know, like that is interesting too. Yeah, that like he, I he really that. is fucking evil. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I, and here's something else, dude. This is a way that he can actually be Plagueis. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that would also be a real... You know, I've had many names. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then actually, you know, him say Plagueis. And maybe it's one of those things where the reason he bowed out and let the Emperor do his thing is because he just didn't want to fuck with him anymore. Maybe he was scared of him. Maybe he didn't want... Maybe he knew that if the Emperor got too close to him, he would realize that he is Plagueis. You know what I mean? And then be like, wait a minute. And then he would try to be investigating... That and like he wants to keep that shit a secret. Yeah, you know, and maybe he and didn't understand, it. you know, just how like because if if he is more interested in and in obsessed with the Force, mm-hmm. and he sees the Sith as like a cancer as well. Yeah, you know, maybe he thought maybe he didn't understand the Sith nature, and once he saw how awry it could go under Sidious, he didn't want any part of it. Maybe, yeah, that's interesting too. So I don't know, man. That's, there's some good stuff here. There's I agree. Good stuff here. I agree. There's a lot of there's a lot of things I, I can literally say that there's not much in this that I'm mad at. Yeah. With so, the exception of 
I'm worried about these birds, and I'm worried about the the, the sea monster turning into Anakin. I'm not crazy about either one of those. Yeah, those are little, they're a little goof for sure. But we we know there is a sea monster, and we know there are these birds. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm just not crazy about. I don't I don't want the birds to be like a fucking joke throughout yeah. the movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I um and I don't like seeing the sea monster change into Hayden Christensen. Like it might be a bit much. And, and, and like it's not like that, that dude doesn't have enough problems already. You know what I mean? Like give that guy a break. Like I'm okay with bringing him back, but let's not fucking turn him into a sea monster. Be like, sorry, it was my son's idea. <laughs> Luke's idea. And I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for yeah. your kids. <laughs> Um, but other than that, there's nothing I'm really mad at. And if if Kylo does truly join up with them, yeah, like for whatever, I'm not mad at that either. No, yeah, e- even if it's for nefarious reasons later. Yeah, know? or if, triple, or if it's for, triple cross. Yeah, or if it's for you know initial nefarious reasons that are later dropped, I'm okay with that too. Yeah, I'm down. All right. So with that, I'm gonna do shoutouts real quick. Yeah, shout out to the Cool Table Network, uh, the Real Collectors, uh, Beer and Bolters, Shattercast, uh, Plastic Fanatics. I did listen to that whole six-hour episode. I might add, was did it? Good? Uh, it was actually like you know they went through the, uh, I think it was Batman the Animated Series, and they kind of touched on all the toys. They touched on the Justice League a little bit, nice. the Superman show. They, they, it was it was very it, unfortunately. I feel bad because he's like very passionate about the shit. But, like you know, motherfuckers falling asleep. <laughs> Like, like all the podcasts on, you know, on the show, That's but you know he's got under like shout out to Victory Saber, but man, like I, I dude, I would say like if you got a six hour show, break that shit up into two shows. Yeah, yeah. You know you sure. don't want guys falling asleep on your show. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Toy Detox, uh, eight weeks, hopefully something else for this year, and uh, and so on and so forth. No, Stasis Lock. Nice. Shout out to the people behind the scenes at at, uh, at Nerd Rage, including Raul, who's kicking ass and taking names. Um, Philip is doing the exact opposite, and Dante, who, who helps us with our Facebook. And, of course, Joe KW is still uh, in the land of the Far East. Man. And we wish for his very safe and trouble-free uh, return travels. Absolutely. All right, and with that said, great tits. Tight dick player. Later, guys. All right, perfect.